Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train, America's second favorite podcast, and of course, where we bring the dark to light, and where listener discretion is always advised. Yeah, if you're if you're new here, listen, we make fun of and joke about creepy stuff while trying to bring you as much information on each topic as possible. If you're not, well, then you already knew that, and welcome back, right? Yeah. But anyway, we're a comedy podcast, and yeah, we can talk about some pretty dark things, and we use some adult language, so if you're not into that, well... Bye, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, no, seriously, welcome. Give us a chance. Hopefully, you uh, you know, you're into it. And, you know, I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me, of course, is my son in the co-host chair. We got to give you a nickname. I got to get, we got to get you a, I mean, a nickname. I mean, I always grew up being called Bubba. But Bubba? No, that sounds like a big old, <laughs> nope, not getting in there. Anyway, it's Logan Sayer. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, we got to, maybe we should have the listeners give you a name. Oh, God, it's going to be, hasn't seen it, won't see it. <laughs> Hasn't can't admit to seeing it. <laughs> Hasn't been seen. <laughs> so anyway, hi, we are here, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we've had a hell of a fucking weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we posted a uh, a bonus last week as we scrambled, th- uh, scrambled, scrambled, scrambled. That's, that's my new word. That's I like my that. new one. I scrambled. Scrub- that sounds yeah. kind of gross. We uh, for Patreon for you Patreon listeners out there and you amazing people that support the show. Um, unfortunately, uh, we had a uh, death in the family, yeah, and we had to take care of that. And uh, my uh, wife's grandfather, uh, Phil Vetta, yep. he uh, he unfortunately passed away recently. Eighty nine years old, lived a hell of a life, yeah, and uh, it was uh, kind of a it was rough for everybody. So we were dealing with that, but uh, yeah, here we are. Yeah, we're b- we're back, right back at it. We're again. we're doing our thing. Right, and Patreon this week is going to be. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. I'm going to talk about Steven Stainer. Ooh, yeah, and his uh, relationship to uh, to his brother because he was kidnapped at one point in time, and all this stuff went down, and then his brother wound up being a serial killer or whatever. It just the whole thing. Fam- I feel so bad for the family. I feel so, like so bad for the family. So anyway, if you uh, want to hear that. And you want to get in on the Halloween show that's coming up, you know. (laughs) That's right. You guys are going to have to become Patreon members. Do it. Because our Patreon poopers, you amazing people that donate and support the show. Yeah, you guys are going to be getting something real nice, Clark. (laughs) All right. Real, real nice. And of course, details to uh, be determined here and uh, to come at you uh, soon. But we're working, working hard on it. Diligently. Or hardly working. Either way you want to look at it. Andrew. Right. Anyway, sign up over at the, the Midnight Train Podcast.com. Support the show. Help us out and get bonuses and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, help us help you. Right. Ooh, I like that. Right. Help us help you. Right. I like that. We yeah. bring light to your day in this dreary hour. That's right. We hope you guys are all having a, a splendid day. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It feels like my Monday. It fucking because does. Because unfortunately yesterday. But yeah, it's uh it's it is what it is. All right, enough meandering. All right. We want to talk about <laughs> Ooh, this episode. Yeah, what are we talking about? Well, why don't we just uh, dive right in? Yeah, you know, just turn down the lights, Ooh. adjust our seats, okay. grab a drink, mm, claw, and let's get uh, conspiracy, conspiratorial, conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to leave that cranked up real loud. So if someone's listening in their car, <laughs> like, and your, your entire windows are going to just shatter. That'd be pretty epic. 
So yes, we are talking about uh, the Illuminati. The Illumin, the Illuminati. These are people that come into your house and fix your lights, right? Yeah. Right. We actually have them here in Ohio. They're called the Illuminati Company. Right. Yeah. The Illuminati Company. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. I almost got, almost got a job working for them. They seem like a cons- like a secret organization. <laughs> right. Always adding extra charges to my fucking bill. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 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 So, yes, we're talking about the Illuminati. So, if you uh, don't hear from us after this... It's not because the Illuminati came after us. It's, it's not. It's because... Hillary Clinton did. Oh, who could be? Oh, ho, ho. could 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 be. Hey, before we get going, I do want to say something. Uh, you know, obviously we are an independent podcast. Independent. Um, everything we've pretty much done is organically. We you don't know, need for the no most part. I didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we could use it. <laughs> but um, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts today. And I'm not going to throw any names under the bus just because of what happened. But I was listening to them, and they're, like, you know, really big mm-hmm. and, you know, amazing production. Just awesome, right? Right. Well, they had a, uh, a snafu today. Oh, no. Where not one, but two. Where the first one, like, it was supposed to stop, and, like, no one's supposed to hear what was happening. Mm-hmm. But they kept rolling. Oh, and then the, the next one, he stopped, but they kept recording, but nobody was in the room, so it was just dead air for like three minutes. Oh, what? Yeah. And I'm sitting there listening to it going, it happens to everybody. <laughs> I'm not the only one. It's amazing. <laughs> and actually, I was super excited about it. Not at all deterred, because I love that show, and you guys should love us every time we screw up. Yeah, makes it even better. Because we that, it happens. Maybe it maybe happens. Maybe. All right, so listen, passengers, imagine you're standing amongst the council being tried by a jury of a higher order. Your crime? Being the most dangerous person across the multiverse. You look shockingly at Mordo, Richards, and uh, the other members of this definitive group of beings as you defend your alleged crimes, for you are facing the Illuminati. Or some weird ass shit like that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right. No, no, we're not talking about that Illuminati. Which, um, and if you're not a nerd, you probably don't even understand what we were talking about. Yeah, go see a movie for once, man. That's coming from this guy. I was about to say what? What? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> so we are exploring the super double extra wannabe cult or the underground rulers of everything evil, mm. uh, depending on your take after today. Yeah. Okay, that's right. The uh, the real Illuminati. Oh, right. At first, we'll dive into what the you know they say is the real story of the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh huh. <laughs> but we all know the truth. Yeah. All right. But then we'll also we're gonna jump uh, right into what uh, mainstream media, which is controlled by the Illuminati, obviously. Uh, of course, of course. Says our quote unquote conspiracies. Uh, of course <laughs> they are. So strap on your tinfoil hats, passengers, because we're going on a really weird fucking ride. And. By the way, Ooh. I told you we we're going to do something different today. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you're uh, on board with it because, um, well, you're going to explain everything I read. Oh. Yep. You did the research on this one, and my head hurt for about an hour <laughs> afterward. As I'm going through and just kind of doing my thing to it or whatever, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, he hates me. That's all I was yeah, thinking. So, so much juicy information. So every now and then, yeah. I'm going to look to you. Yeah, like you always do. Correct, but probably more often than not this time. Damn it. And you're going to explain, or at least try to... Give me a bullshit excuse. I don't care. I'll do it all the time. Yeah, not excuse, but... An answer? An answer, thank you. Every answer I give you is bullshit. Uh, This is true. (laughs) 
So the term Illuminati refers to a uh, to several genuine and imagined organizations. Those are okay. big people. The, what? The organizations, a lot of people. I'm explaining. You don't have to do it each time. <laughs> I get I get that one. However, the term historically refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, a secret society from the Age of Enlightenment that was established on May 1st, 1776 in Bavaria, which is now a part of Germany and that has the most delicious cream donuts. What, you said 1776? Yeah. That's pretty close to when we became. I know, right? I know, right? Oh, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, hmm. Hmm. I did hear that there was a possibility that Sir George Washington may or may not have had some cult. Who? Happenings. Sir George Washington. Mm, Yeah, I don't know him. No? I I don't don't know him. Is he on TV? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's big, great, big, bushy hair. Great, big, bushy (laughs) beard. So the association um, um, aimed to combat abuses of governmental authority, superstition, obscurantism, which intentionally providing information in a vague or complex way to prevent further investigation and understanding, or simply spewing a bunch of word vomit to confuse people. Yeah. That's pretty much what that is, right? And religious influence in public life. In its general laws, they stated that controlling the perpetrators without conquering them was the rule of the day. Ooh. So elaborate for me. That means that they were trying to stop stupid shit, and they wanted to, you know, create this not-stupid-shit area. Yeah, they didn't like the persecution and stuff. No. So they wanted to do something with some more, like, liberal kind of freedoms. Yeah, kind of right? sounds like what we were separating ourselves from. <clears throat> yeah, right. Right on right. the same time, too. Except, you know... We, we left. <laughs> they, they stayed. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> so later, the term Illuminati was used to describe many groups that are said to uh, represent a continuation of the original Bavarian Illuminati, even though those links have never been proven. Right. Okay. So basically, yes. As far as we know, the original Illuminati was started in the late 1700s over in what is now Germany. Yes. And it was basically because they were like, listen, man. We want to do our own thing without having any kind of like, you know, religious or, or whatever persecution. So let's just kind of do it. That's like literally every culture ever. Right. It's so weird. So they were kind of like the, what are those penguin looking dudes? Um, they got the buckles in their shoes. We're talking pilgrims? That's it. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Now, okay, to obtain political power and influence and create a new world order. Oh, boy. These organizations have frequently been charged with plotting to manipulate events and install operatives inside of governments and companies. Now, is right now you're probably thinking to yourself, if you are a, a critical cognitive thinker, uh-huh. you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, yeah, that's bullshit, you know, whatever. But, however, just keep listening because they actually... Like th- there's documented proof that back in the day they were putting people into um, higher, um, you know, authoritative figures yeah. or well, in the f- position. Same with like the Freemasons and all those other, which guys. are which you'll find out too. A lot of people think the Freemasons and the Illuminati are kind of the same thing yeah, or involved or whatever. They're and, different. They're different, and we will we will discuss all of this. In fact, I have uh, a friend of mine who is uh, is uh, very very big into the whole Freemasonry thing. Yes. His grandfather was a Freemason. I have a few people that I know that are higher ups in the Freemason. Yeah? Yeah. You know what that means? They're bored. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't want to join Scientology. Just kidding. Oh, please don't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> please don't do that. And if you are a Scientologist, first of all, good on you for listening to us. Yeah. And second of all, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Explain to me. I would love for you to explain to me. And and I'm being completely serious. Yeah, I would love to have a good conversation with somebody that, 
that you know believes that shit. Anyway, <laughs> again, I'm not negating. I'm just saying, like, oh, I, yeah. I, you know, whatever. So, the it's been a hell of a day, folks. The Illuminati are portrayed as lurking in the shadows and manipulating the strings and levers of power. They play a crucial role in some of the most well-known and intricate conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. This interpretation of the, the Illuminati has found its way into popular culture, appearing in various books, movies, TV episodes, comic books, video games, and music videos. Thus, comic books we were talking about. Mm-hmm. The Illuminati, but pertaining to Doctor Mark, Strange yeah. and Marvel and yeah. all that. And yeah, yeah, we're yeah. dorks. Yeah. You, you, you know. Yeah. All right, now here's where, if you think my mouth doesn't work very well. <laughs> well, I have news for you. You're going to fucking either love this because I'm fucking it up left and right. Shut up, chainsaw. Or <laughs> you're going to hate it because I'm fucking it up so much. Yeah. So I'll be there. I'll hold your hand. Yeah, thanks. No problem. At the University of Ingolstadt, Adam Weishaupt. I'm going to say that's his name. Weishaupt. Weishaupt. Oh, because it's, yo, because it's, it's, it's German. It's German. Oh, it's German. I get to speak like this the whole time. <laughs> oh, Adam Weishaupt. Oh, I know that name. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, he was from 1748 to 1830. Basically, that's when he lived. All right. He started teaching canon law and practical philosophy in 1773. Now, canon law, according to Wikipedia, yes. I have to say it now like Vic- that. Every WIC is going to be like that. Perfect. Wikipedia is, quote, how the church organizes and governs herself. Okay. That's yeah. it. There you go. Makes sense. So if anyone's ever wondering, like, what is canon law? Like, I imagine you guys probably think about that four or five times a day, right? Yeah. You're sitting around just going, hmm. What is canon law? I don't know. Well, now you know. Well, I'm glad they found out through us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. It is the system of laws and religious legal principles made and enforced by the hierarchical authorities of the Catholic Church to regulate its external organization and government and to order and direct the activities of Catholics toward the mission of the Church. Yeah, that's what they got to do, man. You got all that? Yeah. So it's basically the law of the Church. Right. The rules, regulations. Right? Yeah. That's it. Fuck your life. (laughs) (laughs) He taught, uh, so we're talking about Weishaupt over here. Weishaupt. Weishaupt. Is it Haupt? Haupt. Haupt. Weishaupt. Hold on. Haupt. Perfect. Weishaupt. <laughs> I'm saying it like that every time. <laughs> it's your fault. Blame Logan on this one. <laughs> this dude. And he's, you'll, you'll find out he's kind of a, kind of a wiener. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. A little bit. And he was kind of a wiener, but whatever. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> so he, uh, he, he taught in a uh, school sponsored by uh, Jesuits. Okay whose order um, Pope Clement XIV had suppressed in 1773 and was the only non-clerical professor there. The university's finances and some authority, uh, which they continue to see as belonging to them, were still in the hands of the Ingolstadt Jesuits. Yes. Okay. Now, when coarse content featured anything they deemed liberal or Protestant, they made constant attempts to frustrate and discredit non-clerical employees, especially in those instances. Yeah. Okay. Basically means that if, you know, they're not doing shit the way they want, they're going to make it real hard on you real fast. Right. If, they're not, if you're not having the the, the, the ideologies that go um, profoundly and devoutly with canon law, yeah. they're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mr. Weishaupt! <laughs> <laughs> so... Basically, you, you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I mean. So if you're not doing it, then guess what? Yeah, you're in the so, visitors' ballpark. You gotta play by the visitors' ballpark rules. Right. So Weishaupt had a strong anti-clerical stance and decided to use a covert organization of like-minded people to propagate the oh boy, the Aufklärung. 
That sounds so weird when you say it. Is that is that it? Is that how you say it? That's how you say it, but it sounds so weird coming out of your mouth. It's the <laughs> Which means enlightenment in those beliefs. So the word clerical in this sense actually means um, it's, quote, referring to anything to do with the clergy. Those ordained for religious work, usually in the Christian faith. So when I first read clerical, I'm like, what are you doing, a bunch of paperwork? You push your pencils, you pansy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I thought. I was like, clerical? What are they sitting there typing on a typewriter? But no, it means like doing any kind of work for the clergy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. Now, he said, old Weishaupt, he said, screw it, and established his own society, which was said to have a ranking or grading system modeled after Freemasonry. Huh. Yeah, imagine that. Weird. But with its own goals, because he felt Freemasonry was too costly and not open to his ideas. Oh, so this was the poor man's Freemasons. Correct. Ah. This is the the this is wish. This is the wish.com. Right. That's what this is. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. That's this funny. is the Walmart of Freemasonry. Yes. No, this is the Kmart of Freemasonry. Is Kmart even around anymore? There's one. Really? I think it's in Parma. Shocker. Right. No offense, Parma. Parma people. Par- Parminians, Parmanites, whatever the hell you guys go by. Parminians. Parminians. It's like Parmesan cheese. Par- the Parmesans. <laughs> Is that what we call them? Parmesans? I mean, it sounds kind of cool. I know a Sean in Parma, so he can <laughs> He's a Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. So, oh boy. Oh, man. I got a Bund der Perfectibilisten. Pretty good, actually. Perfectibilisten. Okay. Or Covenant of Perfectibility, which are the perfectibility I had it perfectibility <laughs> perfectibilists there you go all right was the new order's initial name that's what they called themselves originally so uh gentlemen i was thinking we should have our own little society we shall call it bundir perfectibilisten and everyone went but why <laughs> cuz it's perfect yes get it Got it. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so it's a horrible name. All right. Anyway. So still, it was later modified since it sounded like some pretentious bullshit. Vyshopt established the perfectibilist. <laughs> I said it right that way, but it just, I laugh every time. On May 1st, 1776, choosing the Owl of Minerva as their emblem. Ooh. Now, the Owl of Minerva is often called the Owl of Athena. It has been a symbol of knowledge and wisdom throughout the Western world. And, and I'm sure... You've probably seen this owl. Yeah. You know, the owl is supposed to be like, the, it, it, well, it's kind of a generic s- symbol for um, wisdom. Yeah. You know? I mean, the owl in general, yeah. Being studious. Yes. But this one looks a little bit different. And we'll make sure you guys we'll yeah, post some not the Winnie the Pooh owl. It's, you know. Pooh. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boss. <laughs> that was pretty good. So, it, it again, it has been a symbol for, you know, quite a long time here. And the members were uh, to use aliases, which is amazing, within the society. This is pretty much the X-Men. I'm just saying. Yeah. The way they're kind of setting this whole thing up. It's yeah, kind of funny. So, Vyshopt became Spartacus. Law students uh, Massenhausen, Bolhoff, Mertz, and Suter became Ajax, Agathon, Tiberius, and Erasmus Rotterdamus. <laughs> Those are awesome. Erasmus Rotorodamus. That is amazing. <laughs> it sounds so heavy. Logan would have been dubbed Hasn't Seen Us Ever Seen a Movius. Fair enough. Where I obviously would have been known as Dopus as Fuckasus. 
<laughs> Vi shot later booted Suter for being a lazy turd. He literally got rid of him. He didn't like his work ethic. Yeah. So I mean, Suter, a.k.a., uh, hold on, that would be Tiberius, yes. right? Well, yes. Tiberius has never been a really good guy. No, no, Suter would be Erasmus Rotterdamus. Oh, he's Erasmus Rotterdamus. Yeah, why are you getting rid of him? He's got the best name. That's probably why, because he's like, fuck, did I have Spartacus? You got Erasmus <laughs> like, Rotterdamus? Um, you have to go. Well, first of all, you didn't like the name of the, con- the building, the thing I'm building here. And then you come up with a name that's way cooler than mine. I don't like it. <laughs> you must fuck off. Bye-bye. <laughs> In April of 1778, the order became the Illuminati Norden. Okay? Yeah. Or the Order of Illuminati. Mm-hmm. After Vyshot seriously considered calling it the B Order. Not even joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go from the perfection to the B Order. Yeah, because we're yes. always busy. Like bees. Uh, you think that's what it was? It had to have been. Either that or this. I just really like yellow, okay? <laughs> Wait, what is the freaking German word for B? It's B. Are you, are you sure? No, it's the B. <laughs> the B. The B. The B. I don't know. So Massenhausen was the first to step up and be most engaged in advancing the society, all right? This is his buddy here. It's Bina. Bina? Bina, I think. So, yeah, Bina. So it'd be Bina Orden? Bina Orden. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? I don't, what I don't is know. he doing? I don't understand. I think Vyshop was smoking on some shit back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sipping, on, sipping on. Oh, listen, there was uh, there was beer around back then. He was probably no, probably tore up and German beer. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> in Bavaria. If I'm not mistaken, isn't Bavaria where like the oldest brewery is? Yes. Is that? Is that uh, no, uh, hold on, I know the name of it. I'll think of it. Sorry. Das Boots. <laughs> it's not the name of it, but oh. okay. So significantly, he hired Xavier von Zwack. 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 That sounds like you're smacking. <laughs> Shut Xavier. up, bitch. Zwack. <laughs> Zwack you in the face. <laughs> a former pupil of Weishaupt, who was just beginning his distinguished administrative career while studying at Munich not long after he uh, the order actually started up, okay? He was the head of the Bavarian National Lottery at the time, where if you won, you got all the donuts. Yeah. Donut. Woo! And of course, that's not true and stupid, but it should be. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Weishaupt yeah. quickly viewed Massenhausen's go get him attitude as a liability because it frequently led to attempts to hire the wrong people. So, one of those guys is like, listen, man, I know we're going to get these guys, these guys, and he's not vetting anyone. Mm. So, these guys all come in. They're like, ah, okay, <laughs> there we go. I like donuts. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what the hell. Later, his unpredictable uh, love life, okay, caused him to become careless. So he got, of course, how it always goes. Mm. A damn woman. Always got to fuck up the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Just kidding, ladies. You know I'm kidding. I love you, you little dickens, you. Dickens? Dickens. Yeah, it's funny. Like yeah. Charles Dickens. I had a, fr- a friend who his last name, his name is Jeff Dickin. And uh, we had a friend named Anita. And I always told him they should get married because her name would be Anita Dickin. <laughs> You know that's uh, my wife's first, my wife's mom's first name, right? And my wife's is Dickin is Anita. Wait, say that again. My wife's mom, uh-huh. her name is Anita. Okay. And my wife's, uh, ma- uh, what do you call her original last name? Her maiden name. Her maiden name is Ramage. Anita Ramage. Woo! <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so as Vice Shop turned over the leadership of the Munich Group to Zwack. 
Zvack. Sorry, I got to get the V's in there. Zvack. Yeah. It was discovered that Bassenhausen had stolen subscription money Ooh. and read Vyshopped and Zwack's communications. No, oh, no, no. How you don't do that? <laughs> so apparently, yes, um, all of these societies, there are uh, their fees. Mm-hmm. When they were saying earlier that the, uh, the Freemasonry was too expensive, basically, it's because their fees were too high. Yeah. Which is crazy. What, what is it? A cow? A sheep? Probably a shilling. A shilling? I don't, two. I don't think shillings were then. No? No. It was a, a franc. A fr- franc? No, that's France. Isn't it? It's Is Deutschmarks. It? Yeah, that, right? maybe. That's now, though. Yeah, what the we're hell? stupid, folks, <laughs> and we apologize for that. Okay? And we have a beautiful listeners all over Germany, and we're sorry that we don't know enough about your beautiful country. <clears throat> have we done a creepy Germany yet? No. Okay. But maybe we need maybe to. we'll do that. Ooh, yeah. it's a, a Reichsmark. Ooh, Reichsmark. Okay. Or Rentenmark, Hamburg, Saarfrank. <laughs> you okay over there? You can have a fennig. A, a fennig? A fennig. A fennig. A fennig was a penny. It's a penny. It was or is? Was. That was their official currency from the 9th century until the introduction of the euro in 2002. Damn! Yeah. That's old money. That's old money. Definitely. So now Massenhausen and over here is kind of screwing up. He's stealing shit. He's eavesdropping on communication and like, you know, emails between Weishaupt and Zvack. <laughs> and, and by email, I mean like they took like a, I don't know. A dove? An emu and put a note on the back of it and it, <laughs> and it ran. I, I know there's no emus in Germany. All right. I know. I know. I was just Well, making... there used to be. Then they all went to Australia. Right. Because of this reason. Exactly. That's what happened. They were tired of freaking taking everyone's notes back and forth and they got tired. Sorry. <laughs> so after earning his degree in 1778, Massenhausen uh, accepted a position outside Bavaria and lost interest in the order. The order had nominally 12 members at this point. So there's 12 of them. 12. Hanging. All right. We got a whole dozen. Okay. Which would be amazing if they had 13 because in Bavaria with the donuts, Baker's Donut or that, Baker's Dozen. That'd be pretty. Damn it. Why didn't they do that? That would have been pretty great. I freaking love Bavarian donuts. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> after Massenhausen left. Zvack put all of his effort into finding more responsible and significant recruits, as one should. Yes. This included Hertel, a canon of the Munich Frankirk, and a childhood friend of Weishaupt, who was considered a hell of a guy. He really, he liked him a lot. By the end of the summer of 1778, the order had five territories. Munich, okay, or Athens. Mm. Ingolstadt, which was Eleusis. uh, Ravensburg, which was Sparta. This is Sparta. Fre- uh, Freisingen, which was Thebes, and Eichstatt, which apparently is still Eichstatt, with a total of 27, uh, 27 members, including Massenhausen. But remember, he dips out after a little yeah. while, so because he's just like, I'm bored. I got a girlfriend now. I can't play video games, guys. <laughs> Sounds like you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the order had three membership levels at the time. Okay, there was Novice, Minerval, and Illuminated Minerval. But only the Minerval level required a problematic ceremony. Problematic. Yes. A ceremony that's, which arises a problem. Correct. I, I think it more means that it was, solve a math problem. It was advanced. Yes, they have to do like hard algebra. Oh my God, can you imagine back then? <laughs> it was literally just invented. Here you go. Figure it out. <laughs> but wait, what is this? I don't know. I just invented it. Do it! <laughs> Why is there letters? <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's the letter come from? 
Don't, you said numbers. Just because our names are Greek doesn't mean we have to have Greek letters in here. So dumb. <laughs> so in this ceremony, a password and code were supplied to the candidate. That's pretty cool. Vyshopt was kept informed on the actions and personalities of his members through a system of mutual espionage. So in other words, he he, he basically figured out what everyone was doing because he had other people eavesdropping for him the entire time. Like the dude's a nut job. Yeah, that's crazy. Total nut job. All right. Um, with his favorites joining the Arapegus or the ruling council. Ooh. So the ruling council of the Illuminati was known as the Areopagus. Yeah. Aropagus. It, it looks gross. Yeah, it sounds gross. Some newbies were allowed to join the army and become yeah, insuits. Insinuates, sorry, insinuates, which basically you just you hang out. Yeah, you they do. We tell you insinuate things. They just sit around like I know he's lying. <laughs> he smells funny. Why are you keep insinuating shit? That's my job. <laughs> so Jews, pagans, women, monks, and members of other secret societies were told to fuck right off, but upright Christians um, were, you know, that's who they went after. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, that's how it should be, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Please don't like. No, I'm totally kidding. Spliced. Yeah, don't do that. Please don't do that. No, of course I'm kidding. Favored candidates were wealthy, uh, submissive, eager to learn, and between the ages of 18 and 30. So hmm. they want to be some submissive. You got a a a, a Christian. Mm-hmm. Eight between 18 and 30. So I mean, you got a small window there. Mm-hmm. You had to be wealthy, mm. submissive. Mm-hmm. Eager to learn, mm-hmm. and probably dumber than a, a box of rocks, I would say. Right? I mean, yeah. Because all they want is your money, right, at this point? I mean, why, yeah. why you got to be wealthy, bro? After unsuccessfully trying to stop some of the followers from becoming Freemasons, Vyshopt decided to join them to gather resources for developing his own ritual. Ooh. Ooh so Vyshopt became a Freemason. This dirty bastard. Who was so against it. But this is a deep, he's going deep cover. Oh, yeah. He's undercover you know right now. It's yeah. deep, 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 deep. Yeah. He's undercover brother right It's now. Vin Diesel right now. Oh, it's Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel going deep. Oh. Deep, deep. Oh. <laughs> I'm going deep. <laughs> deep, deep. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, if you guys know what that reference is from, you should have a drink because you have no idea. I thought you were just saying that just to no, say it. No, it's from a movie. Anyway. Oh. Eddie Murphy, actually. Oh, a yeah. movie. Uh, I believe it's Beverly Hills Cop. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't remember that in that movie. I've yeah. seen the movie a lot. Uh, probably the second. I think it's maybe the second one. I haven't seen the second one as much as the first and the third. Mm, I think it's that one. I know it's Eddie Murphy. I don't know. I'll think. Yeah, about well. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so of course, you know, so he goes in and he joins this damn thing, right? So early in February of uh, 1777, he was accepted into Lodge Prudence of the Right of Strict Observance. Ooh. He learned nothing more <laughs> about the advanced degrees of the Blue Lodge Masonry as he just kind of shot through the first three degrees and this is going to come up and be really important so he goes in there he wants to get some insight and see basically how they run their shit right all right he's like i'm gonna join them so i can figure out what they're doing and Mm -hmm. then i can make my shit better right and then he goes in but then goes through the first three degrees their first three uh i guess tiers yeah and then doesn't go any further To figure out what's past that. How, 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 how do you get better? How, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. It just seems lazy. It just seems lazy. Whatever your damn name is. <laughs> so still the following year, a priest by the name of Abbe Amorotti told Zvak that these deeper secrets depended on an understanding of the earlier religion and the primitive church. Mm. Okay. Now these secrets become like a real big deal. Vyshopt was persuaded by Zvak 
that their own order should establish cordial ties with Freemasonry and acquire permission to develop their own lodge. So now they're like, why don't we see if we can kind of like be take our secret club mm-hmm. and be part of their secret club, mm. but their secret club right, right. is going to kind of teach us. Oh, okay. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. we're probably going to take all their ideas and secrets and become our own secret club. Hell yeah. Again. I like it. That's, I think that's where they're at. Yeah. Is, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. You're supposed to be telling me. Why am I telling you? I don't know. I don't know. Fell asleep at the first thing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is probably yeah. No, this is this is this is cool shit. You guys like the history part of this, so and we'll talk about some crazy stuff later, trust me. Okay, so Vyshopt was persuaded by Zva, uh by Zvak that their own order should establish oh, uh, like I said, or ties, right? Yes. All right, I read Tie. that part already. Whatever. So they want to, you know, learn what they're doing. So at this stage in December of 1778, adding the first three degrees of Freemasonry was considered a secondary project. Mm. So in other words, he's still wanting to establish his own thing, right. even though now they're kind of a part of the Freemasons, and they should be incorporating those first three degrees. And remember, there's way more than that, too. I don't know about way more, but there's more degrees. But he's not even concerned about that part. Nope. Ugh. So quickly, a warrant was obtained from the Grand Lodge of Prussia called the Royal York for Friendship. Oh, The Royal York for Friendship. Hello. The Care Bears. Hello. Welcome to the Royal York for Friendship. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> the new lodge was named Theodore of the Good Council to flatter Charles Theodore, Elector of Bavaria. All right, which was kind of like the governor or whatever back then. He was the, he was the governor. Big cheese, big cheese, right. It was founded in Munich on March 21st, 1779 and quickly packed with Illuminati. Oh. However, the first master, Rattle, oh, that's R-A-D-L, it's probably like Radle. 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 <laughs> was persuaded to return home to Baden and ran the lodge by July per Vyshop's order. Okay. So Vyshop's kind of running the secondary one. Yeah. The little, their little side part of the Freemason thing. Yeah. There's just some shady dealings going on. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of espionage. Yeah. The next step involved in, um, in independence from their Grand Lodge. Okay, so they asked to be a part of it, and now they want to be... Independent. <laughs> because what they did is they went in, and they got a bunch of Freemasons to join their Illuminati thing. Right. So they basically just... they they they, uh, they, they What's that called when you go in like a... Uh, Recruited. Yeah, but it's called something like... Uh, I forget what the word is now. Treason. No, no what? I mean, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, they just went in and, and grabbed a bunch of their guys, you know what I mean? Which is, you're not supposed to do that. No, it's yeah. not nice. Anyways, it's, not, it's not nice. So Theodore became independently recognized and able to declare its independence, okay? By establishing Masonic relations with the Union Lodge in Frankfurt, affiliated to the Premier Grand Lodge of England, okay? So that's how they kind of did this. Mm. As a new mother lodge, it could now spawn its own lodges. Oh, they can just, like, spew them out. They can just... Every nine months. Skeet out their own lodges wherever they want. Just spit them all away. Just go. Just on the wall. There's a lodge. <laughs> the recruiting uh, drive amongst the Frankfurt Masons also obtained the allegiance of Adolf Frerik uh, Nieg. I'm gonna say that's his name. That's, I looked up how to pronounce it. It's Nieg, right? Nope. What is it? It's Niga. No, it's not. It is. We're not saying that. I'm just letting you know. That's nope. exactly how it's said. I'm just saying it's spelled K-N-I-G-G-E. And when I first read that, I'm like, I'm not okay with this. So we're just going to call him. I know Adolf doesn't sound good either. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my God. This guy's name. The Friar. Let's call him the Friar. Fra- 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 That's his middle name. Um. Okay. Well, call, him, call him AFK. 
Oh, I like that. Okay, AFK. AFK. That yeah. works. He's away from keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> so AFK was recruited late in 1780 at a convention of the Rite of Strict Observance by Costanzo Marchese di Costanzo. Oh, wow. <laughs> How does your name start with and end with the same word? <laughs> An infantry captain in the Bavarian army and a fellow Freemason. As he was still in his 20s, AFK had already reached the highest initiary grades of his order and had arrived with his own grand plans for reform. So he kind of wants to do his own thing. From the own thing. So he's got his ideas mm-hmm. on top of this. And remember, this is all a bunch of like Dungeons and Dragons nerds trying to have their own <laughs> little party. That's all this is. Well, they just had a lot more money. Right, but, that, yeah. but that's what this is. Yeah, it's, you know? it's like you can't play at mom's house, so you want to build your own clubhouse. Right. That's what these guys are doing right now. That's, they're just a bunch of grown-ass men. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with playing Dungeons and Dragons, by the no. way. It's actually quite fun. Especially if you can't play at your mom's house. That's right. You can make I mean, your own club. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or you could be a musician. Your wife won't let you play in the house, so you have to build something out back. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, kind of the same thing. <laughs> so, disappointed that his plan found no support, uh, AFK was immediately intrigued when Costanzo informed him that the order he sought to create already existed. Okay. So AFK and three of his friends expressed a strong interest in learning more of this order, and Costanzo showed the material relating to the Minerval Grade, which is part of the Illuminati. Skadoosh. Boom. The teaching material for the stage was, quote, liberal literature, which was banned in Bavaria, but common knowledge in the Protestant German states. Oh. Okay. So, you know, you ain't allowed to have it there, but we got some. So AFK's three colleagues lost interest in Costanzo after becoming disillusioned and uh, extremely confused like the rest of us. Um, <laughs> still, he persisted and was rewarded in November, uh, November of 1780 with a letter from Weishaupt. Weishaupt's back. Yes. AFK was a perfect candidate because of his ties inside and outside Freemasonry. Remember, he wanted to start his own thing. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? This guy's always got already has his own thing. Right. And they're sending email, email back and forth. So now this guy knows about this guy. And Voshop's like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's working. A lot of connections. Right. A lot of ties. For his part, AFK was charmed by the attention and drawn to the order's proclaimed goals of educating people and shielding them against oppression. Yes. Right? Good group. Right. You know, yeah. that's what it's all about. So all the... Damn the man. Yeah. That's it. Fight the power. All right? All right. Yeah. All right. It's moreover, Weishaupt recognized AFK's interest in alchemy Ooh. and the higher sciences. See where we're going with this. Mm. And promised to promote them. Okay? So, in other words, not only do you know about Freemasonry, but you're also into this wackadoodle shit that I believe in. Yeah. Let's go. We're going to be rich, <laughs> dude. Let's go. We can turn lead into gold, dude. You know you can actually do that, right? Oh my god, it, it's very, very, very it's extensive. Easy. It's easy. Yeah, all you gotta do is put a fucking you put like two protons on a lead atom, and now you got gold. You're welcome. That's it. Really? That's legit. It. Yeah, I know that's it. <laughs> it's definitely not. God, I wish it was ending. Like, but then gold would go down, and gold, whatever. We're not gonna. I mean, it's out there. It's a conspiracy theory. That's why yeah. we're not able to do it because you know they want us to keep gold high. Because the Illuminati. Exactly. Vashapt. Moreover, Vashapt recognized AFK's interest again and said, we're going to do this, all right? So in response to Vashapt, AFK laid out his ideas for reforming Freemasonry when the strict observance was beginning to doubt its history. So in other words, now everyone's kind of like worried about like, well, man, I don't know about all this other stuff they're teaching. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah, it's getting a little weird. Yeah. And he's like, well, I want to kind of change things up anyway. Right. And 
Vasopt was like, yeah, because them old guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. So I think that's I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. So if you guys are wondering, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. In our tail. All right. And and to this day and age, okay. with the government. Well, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> So before he could be admitted to the higher ranks of the order, Vasopt put AFK in charge of recruitment. Oh. Okay. So AFK agreed, but with the stipulation that he be given the freedom to select the recruitment locations. Okay. Which is odd. Yeah, right. Okay. Right on the Freemasonry, uh, Freemason's uh, doorstep. He's like, listen, I'm going to do this for you, mm-hmm. but I want to do it in the Hooters parking lot. <laughs> Excuse me, where Hooters? You know, we have an hour. Come on, get it. <laughs> I didn't get that at first. <laughs> uh, it's too far away, Rachel. Anyway, yeah. So um, many additional Masons joined the Illuminati's Minerval grade after finding um, AFK's depiction of the new Masonic order appealing. They liked it. They thought it was sounded like a good deal. You cool. know what I mean? Cool. So these guys are kind of like changing up what Freemasonry was. All right. At this point, AFK seemed to uh, respect the, quote, most serene superiors. Oh. Vashept said he served. Okay. Now, remember, Vyshopt or whatever his name is, he's claiming that he has all this knowledge because he joined the Freemasons. Right. So this whole time, that's what he's telling everybody. And AFK is like, listen, you guys, this guy is, you know, the, the, the head guy, and he's just got all this information. He was part of the Freemasonry. You know, he knows more than I do kind of thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where he's going with this. So, to delay providing any assistance, Vyshopt assigned him an additional duty, duty, despite his embarrassing failure to explain anything, despite his failure to explain anything about the upper degrees of the order. Ah. Because he was full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally. So, they're asking questions. He's like, you know, I have something else for you to do. Oh. (laughs) No, but I have. No, 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 no. I will talk later. (laughs) How long will I be gone? Eh, About four or five years. (laughs) See you then, bye. So AFK then created pamphlets documenting the actions of the illegal Jesuits, claiming to show how they continue to thrive and recruit, particularly fuck, I knew it. <laughs> particularly in Bavaria, using material provided by Weishaupt. Okay, yes. So he's administering all this propaganda, basically. All the good stuff that is coming from Weishaupt, mm-hmm. but Weishaupt mm-hmm. is full of the poop. Yes. Okay? Same. That's where we're at. Finally, AFK wrote to Vyshopt that his position was becoming damn near impossible because he couldn't offer his recruits any real answers <laughs> to their question about the higher grades. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, seriously, it'd be like, I don't know, getting in a band with somebody. Yeah. And the drummer is supposed to be this amazing drummer. He's like, oh my God, dude, he like, he played with, I, I don't know, yeah, t- t- Give me somebody. I don't know. Van Halen. Yeah. Actually, that's weird. I was about to say okay. that. <laughs> he played with what is, it's Van Halen. <laughs> Van Halen. Van Halen. So he played with Van Halen or whatever. And then the entire time you're like building this band and he's getting the best recruits and stuff. And you guys are like, dude, man, I haven't even seen you play yet. And he's like, oh, man, I I left my sticks at home. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, you know, you know, uh, maybe next time. The next time you see him, he's oh, I got a, a bunion on my foot, so I can't. You, you know what I mean? Like, he's just full of shit. And then asking you to do shit. Like, make sure you guys are handing out CDs everywhere and shit like that. I'm not CDs because he hasn't played anything. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. that's where we're at on this. Yeah. Breaking it His down pamphlet. for you. His pamphlet. Right. Yeah. Take these pamphlets somewhere. A pamphlet? <laughs> what is this? 1877? So, or 1770, whatever. So, anyway, the guy just, he, he, didn't, he didn't have any answers. So, Vaishap finally broke down. 
and admitted in January of 1781 that his superiors and the purported antiquity of their order was bullshit. No. And that the higher degrees had not yet been created as he faced the possibility of losing AFK and his Masonic recruits. So now he's like, okay, listen. I've been lying to you, but we can build, we can make our own though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. we we can do this together, dude. Come on, me and you, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. The whole time. Yeah. Mm. AFK was unusually composed in response to Vyshop's admittance, even though he was looking forward to learning the promised intricate Freemasonry secrets found in the upper degrees of the Illuminati. Well, yeah, because he knew from the gate that this full man was full of shit. So he was like, "Well, I already kind of knew I was gonna be let down," <laughs> but he's like. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. I knew, dude. I yeah, get it. It's I cool. get it. I was waiting it. for you to tell me that yeah. you was full of shit, man. Man, so. I just man, I just like hanging out with you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just I, I you full of shit. Yeah, but you bring yeah. good beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and man, them donuts. Oh. So yeah, he was like, all right, whatever, you know, because he was actually wanting to do this. So Vyshopped pledged to give AFK complete creative control over the development of the higher degree of their higher degrees Ooh. and to send him his own notes. Why he would want that, I have no idea. AFK, for his part, enjoyed the chance to express himself through the order. Remember, now, AFK initially wanted to kind of do his own thing. Right. But then he got hornswoggled by Vyshopt. Oh. And, you know, so now he's kind of like back and Vyshopt's like, because he does, Vyshopt is, he does have some connections. Mm-hmm. He does kind of know things, but he's just, he's, he's like a, a freaking sociopath. Yeah. He's kind of full of shit and just lies about everything. You ever met someone that just lies about everything? Yeah. yeah it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like. Quit your lying. You ain't got a lot to kick it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know why I keep going to that. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, he, he basically gave him the chance and he said, cool. So he asserted that his new strategy would increase the appeal of the Illuminati to potential members in Germany's Protestant counties. Now, remember, they want more and more uh, constituents. Right. They want more people coming into theirs to because they're going to get more money out of it. Exactly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you know? it's money. I mean, truthfully, it's not about let's change whatever. And it may be a, a tinge of that, but for the most part, they, they want that dollar. Mm. Dollar, dollar. So now AFK received a 50 florins advance from the Areopagus, which is their lodge, yes. on November 1781 to travel to Bavaria, where he met and partied with fellow Illuminati members. Ooh, he got cray cray. They probably got super tore up on some good old wasted really old Bavarian beer yeah Bavarian beer and donuts dude oh my god can you imagine how bloated you would feel the next day I would I feel bloated now not even had any (laughs) right you know what I mean wake up the next day your stomach's all distended you're like oh that was awesome oh what happened Oh, I've got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Anyone have a plunger? <laughs> so the order had now developed extensive internal divisions, okay? So people are like, because they, they've heard about Weishaupt and his bullshit, and so right. now everyone's kind of like, what the hell's going on? In July 1780, the Eichstadt Command <laughs> had formed an autonomous province, and a rift was growing between Weishaupt and the Aeropagus, which Ooh. is the lodge. No, no, no. Right. They found him stubborn. Oh. Dictatorial, okay, inconsistent, yeah. and obviously full of the shiza. Oh man, you can't be full of that, right? As a result, AFK was constantly thrown into the role of peacemaker because he's trying to be like, man, I mean, this guy is head of creativity, head of recruitment, right? And he's also the head peacemaker. The fuck else is this guy gonna do? Be the head of everything else? But have you ever been that guy that you you have a friend that none of your other friends like? 
unfortunately. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're always like, oh, man, he's not that bad. I mean, I know he can be an asshole. Just tell him to shut the fuck up. I feel asshole. like I'm that friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the friend that nobody likes. <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> In discussions with the Arapagus and Vyshopt, AFK identified two problematic areas. First, Vyshopt was full of shit. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Oh. No, Vyshop's emphasis on recruiting university students meant that young men with little practical experience had often, uh, they'd come in to fill senior positions in the order. Right. All right, like they don't know shit. You don't know shit, and they're taking the big order. Right. Yeah. Secondly, the anti-Jesuit ethos of the order at its inception, okay, when at the start of the stamp thing, it became, um, it basically just became completely anti-religious. Yeah. So at first it was anti-Jesuit, now it's anti-religion pretty much in its entirety. Which, I mean... I mean, yeah, but some people, I mean, if, if you're in something and you, you are religious right. and you're like, no, it's just this I don't like, which is still stupid because yeah, why is. would you hate if you're, and you know what I'm saying? Yep. It happens still. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But then all of a sudden, if everyone around you is like, nah, man, all religion's kind of dumb. Mm. <laughs> you're sitting around going, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to be over here not reading my mind. <laughs> so AFK knew it would be a problem recruiting the senior Freemasons that the order was looking to bring in. So remember, there's older Freemasons that yeah. may possibly know about the higher degrees. Why would they? Why would they? Yeah, I know. I, give, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just so weird. <laughs> so um, AFK felt the stifling grip of conservative Catholicism in Bavaria and understood the anti-religious feelings that this produced in the liberal Illuminati. Yes. Okay. Still, he also saw the negative impression these feelings would provide in Protestant states, making the spread of the order in greater Germany way more difficult. Yeah, if you, again, if you are completely against one thing and you're going to an area where people are just against a, you know, I guess a part of that one thing, yeah. you're you're ruining your chances. Yep. You know? Yep. So that's basically what they're doing. If you're not canon, man. Right. The Arapagus and Vyshopt felt powerless to do anything less than give AFK a hand. They're, oh. they're going to help him out. Nice. I mean, you kind of should, right? Yeah. Now, he had the contacts within and outside of Freemasonry that they needed, right? Right. And he had the skill as a ritualist to build their projected grade structure, their tiers, their little thing. Cool, yeah. Where they had ground to a halt as Illuminatus Minor oh. with only the Minerval grade below and the merest sketches of higher grades. So that they had ideas for higher tiers. Right. And they kind of stifled out because they're like, I just don't. <laughs> Here's what I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're all sitting around going, but what do you want to do for the higher tiers? Um, can we fly? Uh, no, I don't think we can fly. Um, uh, maybe we can. Can we? Can we drive? Can build, let's build a car. <laughs> I don't know what the car is. Like, <laughs> what do you think? Let's slow down for a second. <laughs> maybe we turn water into wine first. What do you think? <laughs> is that better? Yeah, you know what I mean. I just don't understand how they're not coming up with. The ideas for these higher tiers, unless what they're doing is, is that they've been, I guess, uh, they believe that Freemasonry, Freemasonry itself, it has these higher fields of whatever, whether it's you know open consciousness or whatever the hell it is, because I mean, and shit. yeah, is it possible that maybe that's what they're doing? They're like, man, we got to figure this out, right? And we want to be like them because they've we we've reached gods, right? They've reached enlightenment, right, and. and we're sitting around drinking beer and eating donuts. Right. We're literally called the Illuminati, <laughs> and we're not having been enlightened yet. Right. It's bullshit. Hand me a beer. Anyway. 
So they so they're, they they they're wanting to help him out, right? AFK here. They're they're trying to get him to to do it because they feel that he has the ability to do it because he does have technically more knowledge than freaking Vyshopped because he's full of shit. Yeah. The only restrictions imposed were the need to discuss the inner secrets of the highest degrees and the necessity of submitting his new grades for approval. So now he's got to come up with these new grades, these new tiers, these new levels, and then it has to be approved by everybody. Hmm. Right. Hmm. The guy in the back, I, I thought you said we could fly! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Meanwhile, the scheme to propagate Illuminatism or Illuminati, yeah, I said that right, didn't I? Damn, that felt good. <laughs> was Illuminatism? That was yeah. pretty fluid. As a legitimate branch of Freemasonry had farted out. While Lodge Theodore was now in their control, a chapter of Elect Masters, Ooh. I swear it's like they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> attached to it only, um, attached to it, okay, only had one member from the order and still had a constitutional superiority to the Craft Lodge controlled by the Illuminati. Okay? Mm. Right. Because basically it's like an agreement. They had an agreement, like, we, we gotta, we st- listen, we still gotta work with these idiots. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The chapter would be difficult to persuade to su- um, submit the, uh, to the Arapagus and a form uh, and formed basically they put a big barrier it was a big bullshit between the two yeah everyone's like well no they should do this no they should do this and then and they all started fighting and throwing their eight-sided die at each other you know what i'm saying it's like 21 sided die now right whatever it is i don't know is it really yeah i mean you can get like higher like i think up to like 96 i think is the highest i've seen it a dice yeah, a, a die. die a die a die yes with 96 sides yeah Jesus Christ. I mean, how else do you expect to roll on that 20, bro? You got to have at least 20 sides. Oh, God. <laughs> got him tongue-tied. I don't even know how you... What do you do? Roll it down a hill to roll it? I don't understand. It's... What? Jeez. So the chapter would be difficult to persuade to submit to the Arapagus. All right? And um, so they basically had a big problem here. So a treaty of alliance was signed between the order and the chapter. And by the end of January 1781, four daughter lodges had been created. But independence was not on the chapter's agenda. Yeah, they weren't America yet. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they, they weren't trying to break away yet. You no, know what I mean? They it's were still trying to figure out the higher order. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know. What are you doing, man? So Costanza wrote in the uh, the Royal York, okay, or wrote to the Royal York here. The, those are the, the happy guys. Yes, the friendships. Point, right. Pointing out the discrepancy between the fees dispatched to their new Grand Lodge and the returned service they had received. Okay, the Royal York. I keep wanting to say Royal Oak for some reason every time. Really? Yeah. Unwilling to lose money, they were bringing in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Offered to confer uh, to confer Freemasonry's higher secrets on a representative that they uh, their Munich brethren would dispatch to Berlin. Berlin. So they're like, listen, we don't want to lose any money. So how about we tell one of your guys our secrets and go from there? Okay. Just don't get it. <laughs> Accordingly, Costanza set off for Prussia in uh, April 4th, 1790, with instructions to negotiate a reduction in Theodore, the lodge, Theodore, their fees while he was there because it's getting too expensive. Yeah. Seriously. It used to be two donuts, now it's three. Like, it's what the fuck? Too much. I'm like, only getting one. It's yeah. Not and it's a whole keg of beer mm-hmm. before I had to bring a six pack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, it's just stupid. So, so anyway, he took off and he wanted to get a reduction here. On the way, he, uh, this is amazing, he argued with the Frenchman about a lady with um, with somebody they shared a carriage with. Okay, so we got in a fight with the Frenchman. Oh, no. He was like, oh, you and the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> so the Frenchman sent a message ahead to the king, because remember, he's going to Prussia, so the, to the king of Prussia, 
um, and <laughs> before they actually got to Berlin. I don't know how he did this. It's those emus. I told They're you. They're fast, man. I'm telling you. Up to like 34 miles an that, hour. That's real email. That's I'm real. telling you. Right. Mm. So <laughs> basically he called Costanza a spy and had him arrested. That's fucked up. Over getting in a fight. Those damn French. They're just. They're so. You, you Frenchies. They're like, oh, you talk to my girl? Guess what? You are a spy. <laughs> you must be a spy. <laughs> Give me two donuts and we will call it Yvonne. <laughs> So he was only freed from prison with the help of the Grand Master of Royal York and was kicked out of Prussia, having accomplished fuck all. Yeah, so they went there for this big grandiose meeting or whatever, and then he gets in a fight with the French guy, <laughs> who I can only think in my head, like, took off his white glove and slapped him in the face, <laughs> you know? Like, you are a bitch. I will report you to the higher order that you are a spy. <laughs> hey, where's my emu? <laughs> I will show you! Ha ha! So AFK's recruitment from Germany free uh, for, from German Freemasonry was far from random. Okay, he wasn't just picking you know willy nilly here. He targeted the masters and wardens, the Ooh. men who ran the lodges and were often able to place the entire club at the disposal of the Illuminati. For example, Baron uh, De Witt, De Witt, Vita, Vita. Okay, master of Constancy Lodge in Aiken caused every member to join the order. So, like, he literally converted everybody in his lodge Damn. to join the Illuminati. The AFK's on this, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, he he's seems like, like he's... Yeah, he's he's cool. He had a horrible last name and first name, mm-hmm. but but he's at least doing his thing. Well, you know he, what I mean? You know, he went to prison, so he was like, hey, man. No, that was Costanza the one. Oh, that was prison. Costanza? Yeah. Oh, damn. Costanza, yeah, yeah. Fuck Which guy. I always think of uh, Jerry Seinfeld every time I hear that. <laughs> now. Yeah. So uh, this way, the order expanded rapidly in central and southern Germany and obtained a foothold in Austria. Okay. That's, you know, the Amtsfrauen. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Moving into the spring of 1782, the handful of students who had started the order had blown up to about 300 members. Damn. With only 20 new recruits actually being students. Wow. Yeah. They got a lot of people. A lot of people. So in Munich, the first half of 1782 saw a lot of changes in the government of Lodge Theodore. In February, Weishaupt had offered to split the Lodge, with the Illuminati going their own way and the chapter taking only remaining traditionalists into the continuation of Theodore. Okay, so now he wants to split it up. Because this is not what he wanted. He did not want this. He did not want all these good people. No, he wanted here. everyone else to do the work for him. Right. And now he's like, like a little kid in the corner that wants his baseball back because he sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I'm taking my ball and going home. <laughs> fuck you, Vice Shop. <laughs> it's a shit. So, yeah, he wanted to split the whole damn thing up. So, at this point, the chapter unexpectedly surrendered and the Illuminati had complete control of the lodge and the chapter. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like who, those who were, you know, the Freemason ones or whatever, they actually dipped out. Wow. Because this was like a joint venture kind of thing. I wonder how they convinced the higher people in the Freemasons to want to join this new group. Bullshit. Beer. Bo- well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That hit me. That went me right away. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to join our order? That was a French guy. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> the French guy's here now. <laughs> He's like, come on. They, they even got me. <laughs> How crazy is that, right? It's wild. They gave me beer. <laughs> it's awesome. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's all you'd have to do, though. Just tease me with a little beer. You know? I gotcha. I'm just not killing anybody over beer. No. That's pretty much my... That's my... <laughs> well, not just like a beer. I mean, like a keg, right? No. No? No. Two kegs? have to kill somebody. Three. It depends on what kind of beer. Oh. See, now, 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 now. <laughs> hold on. Now we're talking. Oh, okay. This is some, like, some 
barrel-aged, badass, like, super amazing stout. I was just thinking some of that untitled art. Uh, yeah. Upside down, coconut sticky sour. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, all right, stop. Jesus. <laughs> I'm over here drinking this damn thing. I, don't, I got a white claw. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about coconut sticky sours. <laughs> so in, uh, in June, both club and chapter sent letters, you know, obviously email, severing relations with Royal York, citing their faithfulness and paying for their rec- uh, recognition and Royal York's failure to provide any instruction in the higher grades. So now, <laughs> now, yeah, not only do they still not know, but now they're blaming the other. <laughs> like, we got 300 of you guys in uh, this fucking place, and you guys are supposed to be this high order, and we still don't know what the high order is. Right. So their neglect of Costanza, that's the guy that got you know beat up by a Frenchman, oh, technically, I don't know, <laughs> or beat off, I don't know, in, and inability to defend him from negative charges or prevent his expulsion from Prussia were also brought up. In other words, York didn't help out. You know, because right. he went there to Prussia in order to talk to them about stuff, and they didn't step up and be like, hey, hold on a second, that's our boy. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So they're saying that, too. So now they're, check one, check two, fuck you. So um, so basically, they, they, they kind of, they, they were throwing a bunch of shit at the wall right. and trying to just tell them, like, these are the things that you did not do for us. And the uh, Munich Masons now suspected that their brethren in Berlin relied on the mystical French higher grades which they sought to avoid. Oh, no. Yeah. So Lodge Theodore then became independent. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. The right of strict observance was now in a critical state, okay? It's fallen apart. Its leader was Prince Karl of, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Södermanland. Södermanland. That's what I said. Södermanland. First to Sudermanland. I said it right? Yeah. That's good, right? Uh, later known as Charles Thirteenth of Sweden. Sweden. Yes. Openly suspected of trying to absorb the right into the Swedish right. There, there's, every country has its own like little version of this. Yep. It's fucking wild. Yep. Um, which he had already controlled. The German lodges looked to Duke Ferdinand of Brunswick Wolfenbüttel. <laughs> Is that wolf ass? Is that what that means? I don't know. What is Bootel? B-U-T-T-E-L. I don't know. I'm figure it out. That sounds like wolf butt. Is that what that is? Bruns- Duke Ferdinand of Brunswick wolf butt. Uh, but anyhow, they looked at him for uh, for leadership. It's butter. It's wolf butter. Oh, damn it. Ugh. Ooh. I don't like that. It's wolf butter, man. I think wolf butt would be even better. However, suspicion turned to open contempt when Carl, okay, the, of, of Sudermanlin, regarded this, uh, the Stuart heir to the, the British throne as the true Grand Master. So that's just like the direct heir of the throne, of the British throne, as the actual Grand Master in the lodges of the strict observance all but ignored their Grand Master. So this bullshit led to the convent of Wilhelmsbad. Okay. Mm, gotcha. What does all that mean, Logan? Um, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck Wolf and Boodle is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, I don't know. Let's see what let's, let's, let's go over this again. <laughs> you weren't listening. What a di- you, you, you were seriously that enthralled with. Wolf I was. And I was. I was trying to figure out what the fuck Wolf and Butel is or Butel. But apparently, all I've got so far you, is Wolf Butter. It's is it butter? It's what it's what Butel it might is be. in German. It might be. Anyway, what this all means is that they looked to the one guy. Mm-hmm. That guy was like, nah. And then they were like, they went into this other, because he was trying to take it into the, his own uh, thing, the Swedish right. sanction of Wolfenbüttel, of whatever it is. <laughs> no, that was Duke Ferdinand of Brunswick Wolfenbüttel, and they went to him. But then they were talking about how, like, if they were saying that um, the actual, the person who should be the grandmaster of all of it yeah. should be the heir to the British throne. Right. 
Okay. And everyone else is like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, uh, yeah, like, hold on. It's a bit extreme. Right. Especially at this time. Think of the time we're at. It's like saying, you know, because I wear this tinfoil hat, I should be the president of the United States. Right. I'm not getting into it. Anyway, <laughs> um, but you got to think about the time, too. Remember, we literally are just finished a, like, getting our independence because we right. left from that oppression right. over there. So it's, it's there's a lot to it. There's and a lot there. They still hold them to a very high order right. as well, too. So, yeah, it's right. not as easily admissible. Or admissible? Disadmissible. I don't know. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> the last strict observance convention, postponed since October 15th of 1781, eventually began in July 16th of 1782 at the spa town of Wilhelmsbad, which is located outside of and now part of Hanau. I wish I we had a town that was known as the Spa Town. The Spa Town? Yeah. It just probably means there's like a bunch of old dudes farting in a bathtub someplace. Just... What do you call that term? One who bites the bubble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, um, oh, damn it. Hold on. Oh, Afonzanoon. Afonzanoon, yeah. Afonzanoon is a bunch of there. Yeah, <laughs> person that sits in a bathtub, farts, and tries to bite the bubble. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Well, they probably had like a bunch of uh, like hot springs and stuff like that there. I would yeah. imagine, you know, I, maybe not. Maybe they just had a bunch of people working there, giving getting your nails did, or maybe they were just sitting in water and farting. Either way, it's still a hot spring. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, this place smells like shit. <laughs> yeah, but the bubbles are nice. <laughs> what are they eating? <laughs> The 35 participants in a discussion about the future of the order knew that the strict observance in its current form was doomed, okay? So now they've got a big-ass convention where all these nerds are getting together because their mothers kicked them out of the house, and they're trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. That's where they're at right now. Yeah. Okay? And I know that that sounds like a really uh, g generalized uh, whatever. That's basically what's happening here. Yeah, it's pretty much. You know what I mean? It's yeah. And I get that. No, I can't even say that it's, it's I mean, I know it's uh, escape from religious persecution. Understand that. Yeah. Okay. Get that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I feel for him. And contempt. Okay. Right. And all the other. I feel for him. Shit. But it just feels like it's just, they're going, why has it got to be secret? Well, because they can't afford to get into the big boy place. So they, you know, want to make their own place. That's all it is. Well, and I guess I also understand the secrecy too, because if they get found out that they're doing this and they could probably get in some big shit. Yeah. Big you know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Anyway, I take it back. Still a bunch of fucking nerds. So, uh, the convent of Wilhelmsbad would be a battle over the pieces between the Martinists, led by Jean-Baptiste uh, Villemaz, and the German mystics, led by Duke Ferdinand of Brunswick Wolfenass, and their host, Prince Charles of Hesse-Kassel. <laughs> oh, God, I hope you guys are okay out there. Oh, only Franz Dietrich von Dittforth... And Johann Joachim <laughs> Christoph Bode objected to mystical higher grades. Okay, everyone else wanted mystical arts in their higher tiers here. Well, yeah. Remember, they still don't know what the higher orders. They still don't know what these are. So Ditforth um, uh, actively advocated for a return to the fundamental three degrees of Freemasonry, which was the convention's least likely choice. So remember, um, uh, Weinstadt knew all about the three. Yep. He was cool with that. Yeah. And this dude's like, listen, he he knows that. <laughs> Let's just play that. Yeah, it's like again going back to the drummer analogy. Like he can he can play like you know a beat. Let's just play songs that have that beat. You know what I mean? Just that one beat. Yeah, we'll play fine. around it. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it is. Downside is though, I bet you like ninety nine percent of the people that he has in this order already are already at the highest degree that they can get. Right. So they're all gonna go in and be like, yeah, the third degree is the highest you can go. Right. Like, or, what am I paying my dues for here if you're not teaching me anything right. else? Yeah. Which basically was at 
kind of what it comes down as well, you know. Yeah. So um, the mystics had previously developed logical replacement plans for the higher degree. So these people that wanted the mystical side of stuff, they were like, no, 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 no. We got we got some plans. Yeah. We got some plans. So Martinism, by the way, is a type of arcane Christianity and Christian mysticism that is focused on the fall of the first man. His material seclusion from his spiritual source and the process of his return, known as reintegration. The resurrection. No, it's reintegration. Oh. I mean, you can say yours again if you want. The resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> so the Illuminati were able to promote themselves as a viable option since there wasn't an effective alternative to the two schools of mysticism. Okay, so now they're like dangling that little... That little can or that carrot over here, a mm. candle, you dangle candle, whatever. <laughs> anyway, they're dangling this little carrot over here saying, listen, if you guys join us, mm -hmm. we'll teach you the mystic arts. Yeah. Join the dark side. Yes. We have cookies. <laughs> and the guy in the back again, maybe we can fly. <laughs> can we kill him? <laughs> so uh, the Illuminati, uh, they would promote themselves, like I said, like this. And so uh, AFK, who now had complete authority to speak for the order, actually encouraged and helped Ditfirth, who took on the role of their spokesperson. Oh, okay. he betrayed Weishaupt. Yeah. So Weishaupt rejected AFK's initial proposal to form an alliance between the two orders because he didn't see the benefit of working with a dying order. His new strategy was to enlist the Masons opposed to the higher degree of Templar strict observance. Wow. So now, yeah, so now this thing that he always wanted, you know, he's getting people that are like, well, you know what? There's a reason I didn't learn it. Ha, ha, ha. Fuck you. Yeah, now all this shit's coming back. Right. Mm. So at the convent, Ditfirth prevented uh, Villermoss and Hess from introducing their own higher grades by demanding that the delegates be informed in full of such degrees. In other words, you can't introduce anything because it's full shit, and so am I. <laughs> Except my bullshit I can tell you that it's not bullshit. Right. And I'm going to tell them mm -hmm. that it's not bullshit. Mm -hmm. And they're going to believe me, but then I'm going to tell them yours is bullshit. Oh, man. And since they're on my nuts, they're going to believe me. And my bullshit. That your bullshit is bullshit and my shit is the shit. Right? <laughs> That's a lot of shit. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of next week's episode, you guys are going to love it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, due to uh, their frustration here, the German mystics enrolled Count Collar... Oh, boy. Collarat in the Illuminati as a later affiliate. He sounds like a freaking a Jedi rat. or something. Or, huh? A rat. Or a rat, yeah. yeah. With no claims to additional Masonic revelations, Ditfirth's goal was to replace all higher degrees with a single fourth degree. Oh. Hey. He's like, hey, I got an idea. Yeah. Hey, hey. We use your mysticism a little bit over here, and I bring my little shit over here. You know what I mean? Okay. And then we have four degrees. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? We don't have to worry about this one anymore. We yeah. make the... Listen, how about this? I'll bring some pasta. <laughs> he left the convent early after finding no support for his proposal and reported to the Arapagus that he had no hopes for the gathering. In other words, they... Went back and it's fuck all again. Of course. In an attempt to satisfy everybody, the convent of Wilhelmsbad didn't achieve shit. Yeah. They renounced the Templar origins of their ritual while retaining the Templar titles, trappings, and administrative structure. <laughs> it's fucking what? In other words, they're like, no, we don't like them, but yeah, yeah we'll keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> You know, well, that's fine. It's working. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if it's not broke. Don't you know, fix it. Yeah. Charles of Hesse and Ferdinand of Brunswick, the wolfen ass guy, remained at the head of the order, but the lodges were almost independent in practice. So they they were 
in charge, but everyone kind of did their own thing. Yeah. They all kind of went willy-nilly. Oh. So the Germans adapted uh, or adopted the name of the French order of Villemas, Les Chevaliers Bienfaisants de la Cité Sante. What the fuck? Or the Good Knights of the Holy City. Oh, good night. Okay, so we're going to sleep now. Yes. No, 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 good, no good nights. Like, you know, the knights of, who say neep. It's just a flesh wound. That guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying that's what it is. Some Martinist mysticism was imported, uh, imported into the first three degrees. Now the only essential degrees of Freemasonry. Okay, so the first degrees, these are the only ones that Freemasonry is. Right. And they're saying that we can add ours or the mysticism to it. Sweet. So we can fly in which degree? Right. I don't know yet. <laughs> don't you have a plane or something? <laughs> like for five years, fuck off. Crucially, individual lodges of the order were now allowed to mingle with clubs of other systems. Okay. They're allowed to hang out with other clubs, right? Other nice. places, right? They get to hang out with other, other kids in the playground. Right. Oh. The new Scottish grade introduced with the lion ritual of Villemaz was not mandatory. Okay. Ooh. They didn't have to do that. Okay. Each province and prefecture was free to decide, uh, you know, what, if anything, happened after the three craft degrees. So now you can make up your own fucking bullshit. Sweet. I'm so going. we can fly. <laughs> so finally, the convent regulated etiquette, titles, and a new numbering for the provinces to show that something had been achieved. Hey. So out of everything they got out of this, etiquette, in other words, what you're to wear and how you were to act, yes. titles, oh. as in like you are... Sir Bartikus of Dickus. Right. You are the Grand Master, and he is Grand Master Flash. And he is Flash Gordon. So there it is. We are now a fucking thing. All right, give what, me a beer. Aren't they part of the Illuminati? Yeah, who? Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Flash is a hip-hop artist. Uh, obviously, but I think he's a part of the Illuminati, isn't he? I mean, maybe. We'll talk about it later. Oh, shit. Yeah, all boy. So anyway, they just said, fuck it. Let's just, you know, we've been here for days. <laughs> Let's just say we did something. All right. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're Sir, Sir Wolfenbutt, whatever. <laughs> so the strict observance, okay, this is this lodge again was ended by the convent of Willemsbad. Ah. So, remember, they went out and they had this big talk because that's where they were at, and they had the big, con- the, the big convention. Yeah, was they, there. They figured out that they had titles, nope. and that was pretty much it. Oh. Along with the higher degrees that bound its most significant and influential members, it rejected its founding tale. So, in other words, what they started off, they said, fuck that shit. <laughs> we're not doing it. We ain't about it. Right. It eliminated the rigorous regulations that had maintained the order's cohesion and alienated many Germans who did not trust Martinism. Remember, we were talking about Martinism earlier. Mm-hmm. Martinism repulsed Bode, or Bodie, whatever the guy we said earlier with the really long name. Bode. Who immediately began negotiating with uh, AFK before joining the Illuminati in January of 1783. The following month, Charles of Hesse joined. Wow. So you got some big guys coming in here, right? Wow. So AFK's first efforts at an alliance with the intact German Grand Lodges absolutely failed. Of course. But Weishaupt persisted. But of course he did. Of course. What else does he have? He proposed a new federation where all German lodges would practice an agreed, unified system in the essential three degrees of of Freemasonry, because that's all he fucking knows, (laughs) and be left to their own devices as to which, if any, system of higher degrees they wish to pursue. (laughs) ideas <laughs> in people i never i'm not gonna i'm not gonna insult anybody i'll do it later anyway this would be a federation of grand lodges and members would be free to visit any of the blue lodges in any jurisdiction 
all lodge masters would be elected and no fees would be paid to any central authority. Oh. So it's not all going to just one spot anymore. Good. It goes to the individual lodges. Okay. <clears throat> Groups of lodges would be subject to a Scottish uh, directorate. A directorate? <laughs> composed of members delegated by lodges to audit finances, settle disputes, and authorize new lodges. These, in turn, would elect provincial directorates, <laughs> Jesus Christ, who would elect inspectors, who would elect the national director. Y'all, y'all guys got all that? <laughs> you got it? <laughs> oh, shit. This system would correct the current imbalance in German Freemasonry, where Masonic ideals of equality were preserved only in the lower three symbolic degrees. Okay? The various methods of higher degrees were dominated by the elite who could afford research in alchemy and mysticism. Ooh. Yeah. To Weishaupt and to AFK, the proposed federation was also a vehicle to propagate Illuminism throughout German Freemasonry because they want their people. Right, 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 right. Their intention was to use their new union with its uh, emphasis on the uh, fundamental degrees to remove all allegiance to strict observance. That was the other lodge, allowing the eclectic system of the Illuminati to take its place. Okay. So strict observance was a part of Freemasonry, yep. and they're wanting to get rid of that except t- take their people, mm-hmm. and then they're going to start their own, and, and Illuminati is starting to just build bigger, 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 even though they didn't come up with shit. Yep, it's just the Illuminati. That's all they're known for. Right. So the newsletter announcing the new federation outlined the faults of German Freemasonry, calling them out. Ooh. Unsuitable men with money were often admitted based, uh, admitted based on their wealth and the corruption of civil society had infected the lodges. How dare they? That's, wasn't that what they were trying to go for? But I see, I think this is like that whole skull society thing where it's like, you know, the, the most elite and most prestigious of people are in this little weird little fucking boys group they got, you know? Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. Boys will be boys. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm feeling like. Having advocated the uh, de- deregulation of the higher grades of the German lodges, the Illuminati now announced their own from their, uh, their own, basically, whatever, getting rid of, from their... Um, quote, unknown superiors. Oh. 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 They must be, like, hiding someplace. Lodge Theodore, newly independent from Royal Rourke, York, damn that word, set itself up as a a provincial Grand Lodge. So now it's a Grand Lodge. Gotcha. Okay. In a letter to all of the Royal York Lodges, AFK now accused the Grand Lodge of corruption, calling them out again. Damn, AFK going for the gun. I know. Their Freemasonry had allegedly been corrupted by the Jesuits. Strict observation, observa- observance fucking, was now attacked as a creation of the Stuarts, devoid of all moral virtue. Damn. Yeah, call them out hard. Low blows. The Zinnendorf Rite of the Grand Lodge, or Grand Land Lodge, of the Freemasons of Germany was suspect, or, uh, yeah, because its author was in league with the Swedes. <gasps> no. How dare you? They're supposed to be, you know... Neutral. And they're taking sides now? That's Switzerland, but yeah, you're good. <laughs> what ifs? This direct attack had the opposite effect to uh, to that intended by Weishaupt. Oh. Okay? It offended many of his own readers. Oh. Okay? The Grand Lodge of the Grand Orient of Warsaw, which controlled Freemasonry in Poland and Lithuania, was happy to participate in the Federation only as far as the first three degrees. Because there's nothing higher. <laughs> Their insistence on independence had kept them from the strict observance, uh, uh, yeah, observance, and would now keep them from the Illuminati, 
whose plan to annex Freemasonry rested on their own higher degree. So in other words, they're trying to get rid of Freemasonry. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's rested on their possibility of maybe having another degree or two. <laughs> By the end of January 1783, the Illuminati's Masonic party had seven lodges. Well, All right. Okay. It wasn't just the clumsy appeal of the Illuminati that left the Federation short of members. Lodge Theodore was recently formed and did not command respect like the older lodges. Most of all, the Freemasons most likely to uh, be attracted to the Federation saw the Illuminati as an ally against the mystics and Martinists. Because people were super big into that shit back then. At that time. Yeah. Mysticism and, you know, alchemy and all that stuff. It was pretty big, especially for people that want to join, like, a secret society. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because they had all the secrets. Right. Right. And some of them wanted to fly! We, We can't fly. We finally got to the fifth degree, right? Did the Illuminati do that for us? I mean, yeah. Maybe Orville Wright and his brother were, like, part of the Illuminati. Oh, shit. Just blew your fucking minds, didn't I? I wonder why I can't fly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, moreover, they uh, valued the freedom, uh, their freedom, okay, um, their own personal freedom, way too high to be caught up in another organization that has a bunch of restrictions and stuff, okay? Yes. So even Ditfurth, the uh, supposed representative of the Illuminati at Wilhelmsbad, had per, uh, pursued his own agenda at the convent. Like, everybody's out for themselves. Yeah. Everybody's trying to do their own damn thing. Well, everyone's trying to be the first person to come up with the fourth degree. Right. <laughs> like, why don't you just do the fourth, make the fourth degree? Why didn't yeah. someone do that? Yeah. You know? It's algebra. Watch. Yeah. Oh, boy. The non-mystical Frankfurt Lodges created an eclectic alliance... And uh, was almost indistinguishable in structure from the Illuminati's Federation. <laughs> okay. So, in other words, because they had one or two more degrees. <laughs> so, that's, uh, w- w- uh, what are we doing? It's pretty much the same thing you've been doing. Yeah. Oh, uh, then, then why am I here? Um, because we have um, banjos. We have banjos. Yeah. Perhaps you didn't know this. I did not. Yes. To get down and party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just saying, like, why would you leave one thing to go to another thing that has the like, almost identical setup to it? I mean, that's pretty much the Freemasons and the Illuminati. Yeah, it, I, it, I do this. It's a lot of shit, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, far from seeing this as a threat, the Illuminati Lodges joined their new uh, alliance after some discussion. Three Illuminati now sat on the committee that wrote the new Masonic statutes. Aside from strengthening relations between their three lodges, the Illuminati seemed to have gained no advantage from the maneuver. <laughs> Ditfurth, having founded a Masonic organization that worked towards his ambitions for Freemasonry, okay, took little interest in the Illuminati after he adhered to the Eclectic Alliance. In reality, the Eclectic Alliance's creation undermined the Illuminati's plans to spread their own ideologies through Freemasonry. Because it's the same thing! But wait, how much are you charging for the uh, Illuminati? Ah, uh, 20 Frankfurters. Okay, cool. We're going to do 19. We're going to undermine the fuck out of you. Oh, that's bullshit! <laughs> but we can fly. <laughs> you cannot fly! That's on the fourth degree. We have to figure it out. The final decline of the Illuminati was brought about by the indiscretions of their own Minervals in Bavaria, oh. and especially in Munich. So remember, Minervals were like the second degree or mm-hmm. with the degrees they had and mm-hmm. shit. Oh yep. my God. Despite efforts by their superiors to curb loose talk, politically dangerous boasts of power and criticism of monarchy caused the secret orders 
existence to become common knowledge because everyone's fucking talking about it. Yeah. <sighs> Along with the names of many important members. The presence of the Illuminati in positions of power, remember that part, now led to some public unease. So this part is legit. So when people say, oh, the Illuminati is in government and stuff like that, it, it, it was legit. Yeah. Like, they were doing that. There were Illuminati in many civic and uh, state governing bodies. Despite their small number, there were claims that, uh, you know, success in a legal dispute depended on the person standing with the Illuminati. Right. Okay. Because these are higher up guys that get together and fraternize and freaking, I don't know, do a circle jerk and then play Dungeons and Dragons. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's weird. In addition, the Illuminati was blamed for several anti-religious publications appearing in Bavaria. Much of this criticism sprang from vindictiveness and jealousy, but it's clear that many Illuminati court officials gave preferential treatment to their brothers. Of course. Shocker. In Bavaria, the energy of their two members of the Ecclesiastical Council had... You get that fucking word? <laughs> I love, I, I was just going to breeze right past that too. I was going to just keep on going because in the back of my head, I was like, fuck yeah, bro. We can fly. <laughs> you know, and, and then you, you, you fucked it all up. But yes, I got it. Anyway, they had one of them elected treasurer, okay? Their opposition to the Jesuits uh, resulted in the band order losing key academic and church positions. In Ingolstadt, the Jesuit heads of departments were replaced by, guess who? (laughs) The Illuminati. So now, alarmed, Charles Theodore and his government banned all secret societies. Okay, that's all all societies, including the Illuminati. But they're not secret anymore. Right. (laughs) Dude, I don't even know. (laughs) A government mandate dated March 2nd of 1785... Quote, seems to have been a death blow to the Illuminati in Bavaria. Oh, seems, quote, quote. 1785. Yes. When did we, when did we start? 1776. <laughs> <laughs> so nine years. Gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Varshopt had fled like a bitch. Yes. Documents and internal correspondence seized in 1786 and 1787 were then published by the government in 1787. In addition, von Zwack... His home was searched, and much of the group's literature was disclosed. So you can't really be a secret society if everyone knows your shit. I mean, everyone already knew this shit because it was only the first three degrees. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, okay, cool to have, you kind of have your own, like, yeah, your own thing. Yeah. And, you know, you got, like, passwords and codes and stuff like that. It's, it's like cool. the fucking, um, what do you call it, the, uh, the little rascals? The, the he-man, he-man woman haters club? Exactly. Yeah kind of what it is that's what it sounds like to me it's exactly what it was. It's, it's it's just so weird yep. oh so anyway that was exhausting and supposedly all about the real illuminati right mm. but according to uh the illuminatiofficial.org website Ooh. this may not be the case oh. quote since the formation of the illuminati many citizens have inaccurately portrayed our organization in a negative manner these misconceptions have been perpetuated for centuries through videos, photos, articles, books, and unofficial online resources claiming to understand our mission and members. In creating this online destination, we strive to alleviate the concerns voiced by the people of this planet and provide insight into our goals and operations. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's just the, the, the precursor to this. they just calling everybody out. Yeah. So their purpose, oh, here it says on their website, quote, 
Ensuring the survival of over 7 billion humans is a daunting task. Oh, yeah. I bet it is. Oh, man. Our duty to this planet has spanned across centuries and survived even the most established government entities to continue functioning throughout societal and generational changes. The Illuminati's operations often require anonymity for both our members and our work. In 2013, the Illuminati authorized the formation of the Department of Citizen Outreach. Nice. Through various initiatives and campaigns, including this website, the modern Illuminati has committed itself to furthering our relationship with our citizens. You may not find us praised in any history book or document. However, the Illuminati has helped with every major movement on this planet since the first human government was established. But wait, they were established in 1776. Our work is often marked by distinct symbols as a means of tracing our influence through, our, uh, through history for those wishing to investigate. With gentle guidance from our organization, the human species is allowed to function in their natural order while playing the part of gears in a machine for the betterment of the world. I laughed so hard. <laughs> also, according to their website, they discuss these symbols of their cult. I mean, our organization. Yeah. Organization. The yes. organization. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Got something in my throat. Yeah, gotcha. Ah, let's talk about the pyramid. Ooh. In popular culture, a great amount of focus is placed on the Illuminati's belief that money is not evil. Some view our encouragement of work and wealth as a promotion of selfishness, overlooking the true meaning of the pyramid and its underlying messages that motivate our diligence. In the tenets of the Illuminati, wealth is not simply a means of personal enrichment. Enrichment? That's how he wrote it. No, he didn't. Anyway. Instead, money is a tool that can be used to fulfill each person's duty to the advancement of the human species. The selfish pursuit of money is a hollow goal, but the pursuit of the the goodness that money can create is one of humanity's greatest responsibilities. Hmm. The more money a person owns, sorry, earns, owns, same thing. The more ability they have to positive, uh, fucking hell, po- you've got me fucked up on that one word from earlier. <laughs> Positively change the lives of those who are in need. If you are poor and of good heart, and your friend's house is, house is burned in a fire, you will remain a good person, but have no ability to help them with what they need the most. <laughs> what? If the same house burns, but you are rich, you can give your friend a place to stay and a new home because you have more than enough for yourself and anyone around who you who needs it. Money has no feeling, no voice, and no soul. Its choice between good or evil is decided by those who use it. Though it is not wrong to be poor, the celebration of poverty is rooted in selfishness. What the f- Oh my god. Hey, you're selfish if you're fucking poor. Yeah. A person who is poor can save a life, but a person who is rich can build a hospital and save 10,000. Like feed a fish, fish teach him teach how to fish kind of thing. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The poor can do little to help the poor, but the rich can help as many as they are able. If a person is rich, they have the opportunity to do good. But if they are poor, they are unable to help anyone but themselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is on their website. Yeah. Jeez. Those with little can st- still do much. Money is merely paper and numbers that are traded for a person's time and effort. Therefore, if a person does not have money, they can instead use their time and efforts to further the advancement of humanity. Positive actions that are of equal value to any charitable donations. Wait, you just said a second ago that if you didn't have money, you were a piece of shit. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, you can still do things to help. Yeah. The greater a person's fortune, the greater their responsibility to their fellow humans. Like the pyramid, those with the greatest power can do the greatest good for the largest number of those below them. I love how the pyramid didn't even come into the very end of that. Yep. 
Then there's the eye. Ooh. We are always watching out for you. Oh, that's mystic. The human species is guarded and preserved by a coalition of its most elite members called the Illuminati. Since our or- origination, that's a weird one. <laughs> Illuminati members have guided Earth's most dominant creature through periods of interpersonal chaos, environmental outbreaks, and other mass attacks that threaten humanity with extinction. The human has made itself the planet's most dominant and advanced species. Oh, has it? Mm. We'll talk about a different one later. <laughs> Even the weakest human is born master of the strongest of all other species on Earth. Wait, wait, what? So the weakest human is born the master. I'm pretty sure, like, a, a fucking lion or a tiger is going to fuck up a weak human being. Yeah, it's like putting a baby in front of a lion. Right. Just like, you control this guy now. And the lion just like. And that lion's going to be like, hey, baby. <laughs> hey. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Pretty much what it is. So anyway, that's, I don't know, that just seems really odd. So... Through natural selection, every human generation is made of a genetic structure that is stronger and more advanced than the previous. Living humans evolve at a rapid pace and can continue to advance in ability through study, practice, and a commitment to self-improvement. As a human absorbs knowledge and wisdom, some will experience their awakening. A pivotal... Pivotal? <laughs> I'm just making up my own words now. A pivotal... <laughs> a pivotal moment when their minds evolve to a level of understanding that is higher than the majority. They begin to see themselves as strings in a universal tapestry with a duty to uplift their fellow humans and quickly understand the inner workings of wealth, power, and authority. Those who have experienced their awakening often describe it as the moment their eye was opened. The Illuminati is made of individuals who have reached this awakening. Leaders, innovators, and other influential members of this planet have joined together to shape the face of human society and guide its masses into finding their own individual place in the universal design. Okay. To create a better world, unique beings with unique objectives and beliefs must forego their differences and work together for the good of all. Uniquely. Uniquely. Progress requires cooperation. Humans must suppress their natural defensive selfishness and aid others who appear, believe, or act in ways that are different from themselves. (laughs) I'm going to repeat that line because... I just have to. Humans must suppress their natural defensive selfishness and aid others who appear, believe, or act in ways that are different from themselves. So you got to change anybody who's different than you. Yes. Okay. All right. Unfortunately, many humans are only concerned with their own well-being and thus cannot understand the positive intentions of a higher authority. Many would rather this planet remain in turmoil instead of following the directions that will lead them to happiness. Historically, the greatest enemies of human progression have been humans themselves. For this reason, those who have experienced their awakening understand the need for it to remain secret. For their own safety and the ultimate good of humanity that often does not know what is best for it. It is the Illuminati's responsibility to ensure the ongoing survival and advancement of the human species so that all people in all places can live in abundance. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So, in other words, it is handing out money, man. So, if you're poor, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. If you're rich, you just got to buy everybody everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to change people that are different than you. Mm-hmm. And they're always watching. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Okay. Whew. Next up is the light. Follow 
the light. Every human is guided by an inner compass that points toward the light, revealing truth and direction when facing decisions. Did you know that? Uh, No. Okay. Given many names by spiritual leaders and unexplainable by science, the light is an invisible guide that many believe has led them to joy, success, and lives of abundance. Oh, like, you know, Diane Darko. Please don't add that to this. Oh, my God. (laughs) It communicates directly to every human, urging them to strive for goodness and forego their natural selfishness. All human, unless you're poor. Mm, Right. Yes. All human religions and spiritual beliefs ultimately seek the light in ways differing only in form and function. Some religions refer to the light with a name, such as God or Elohim. The core of every religion is found in the or founded on the human species' innate desire to understand this invisible force. Even without a formal religious affiliation, every human is naturally drawn to the light. I wonder why. Cause we... Blinded by the light. Revved up like a douche, another boner in the night. Get that out of your fucking heads. Anyway. <laughs> Individual members of the Illuminati adhere to every varietal or variety of personal spiritual beliefs. But by recognizing that all of our paths lead to the same destination, we find that the light brings all people into an ultimate unity. There is no proof that a god exists, but there is also no proof that a god does not. No. The Illuminati's spiritual foundation is based upon the universal conundrum of faith and doubt. Our organization does not question whether a god does or does not exist, but instead focuses on the betterment of the humans living on this planet. Though the human mind, in its physical form, is not capable of fully understanding the light... Didn't you just say we had it in us? We had the innate ability to follow the light, but we don't understand what we're we, following. We don't understand what we're following. Okay. Mm. Conscious thought and intention reveal many of its inner workings and effects. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. listen to what you're saying, and then I can understand the light. Yeah, but I'm going to change what you what you feel, think, and do. Right. Because you're different than me. Right. Because you follow your own light. Right. 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 But you also have a lot more money than I do, and I'm poor, so therefore you change me by making me rich as well too, right? Right. Oh, okay. Right. You got all that? Yeah. Okay. I'm, By studying the wisdom of this planet's greatest minds, humans can discover ways to increase the light's powerful influence in their lives. The light, under many names, has been attributed to supernatural changes in the physical realm, including increases in wealth, power, prestige, health, and happiness. Miracles. (laughs) Oh boy, here we go. Miracles, attraction, and the belief in unseen powers that can alter the physical world have some basis in truth. Yes. Do they now? They do. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's... Woo! <laughs> Though scientific advancements have explored both this planet's environment and the inner workings of the human mind, there are still countless mysteries that remain unsolved. Thus, many occurrences that are attributed to the supernatural are merely the result of the human mind processing a concept it cannot explain naturally. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some humans attempt to form a deeper connection with light through rituals that have been passed down for centuries. Though these ceremonies often involve complicated steps and requirements... Their true effect is not found in the directions or decorations, but rather in the state of mind that results within its participants. (laughs) Wow. Many of the Illuminati's traditions include rituals and oaths designed to explain higher concepts and use the power of focused repetition to strengthen the ability of the human consciousness, except not the fourth degree. Right. Right. The first three. First three. First three, we good. Yeah. Just just don't ask about the fourth. Right. Or flying, because I'll smack you, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The uh, where, where the hell was I? Uh, da, 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 got it. Okay. The Illuminati prohibits rituals that include human or animal sacrifice. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's cool. good. That's, that's cool. good. That's cool. Um, 
it says, learn more. A desire to understand the light is an integral part of the path to illumination. By rising through the levels of illumination, Illuminati members discover more about their world and the true power that hides within their minds. Whatever you seek, whatever you dream, whatever you hope, all is possible if you follow the light. It's pretty deep. And just so you guys know, I had to pay like thirty five ninety nine a month just to get this far. It's <laughs> like a third degree. So anything more than this, you guys have to, you know, sign up for yourselves. You're gonna have to bump up on that Patreon. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> we gotta find out what's happening. A fourth degree. <laughs> Let's just make our own fourth degree. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. It's called the I gotta go take a poop. Yeah. <laughs> so this one is the eternal circle. The eternal circle. Do you have to? No. Okay. So this one is called the Eternal Circle. Okay, Every human is one part of a larger eternal design. Individual gears in a clock that has no end. But if the clock has no end... Meaning it doesn't stop, I guess? Right? This is the clock that never ends. (laughs) (laughs) Turning into the episode that never ends. What the fuck? I know, I know, I know. This 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 is a doozy. A little bit. Your actions have the power to alter the future of the entire world. Though you may not fully understand your purpose, your purpose is just as important as the greatest kings and queens of this planet. Hmm. Some feel as though their temporary lack of wealth... You just called them... (laughs) Pieces of shit. You called them selfish pieces of shit. Um, Or influence makes them powerless to create change. But does a clockmaker favor the larger gears over the smaller? Does the hour hand become jealous of the minutes because it turns slower? Every part has a role in the functioning of a timepiece. That's actually pretty fucking deep. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, I get where they're, I, I'm picking up what they're throwing down. Yeah. Like, I'm smelling what they're stepping in. You know what I'm saying? Of everything they stepped in, that's like the only thing I could really, like, appreciate. Everything else is, it's something. Yep. Every part supports those around it in ways it may never see. Your absence would undo the order of your, of our universe, even if you do not realize your importance. Oh, wow. The world began before you and will continue after you, but it will be different because of the decisions you made. Every generation inherits the world left by the one before it, just as a king inherits the crown of his father. Your pursuit of wisdom and goodness could lay the foundation for the great-great-grandchild's rise into power. Oh. The same descendant who might steer a country from war and save lives by the millions. Did the ancestors of Aristotle or Alexander the Great know who their actions would create? Although you will never understand the full influence of your actions, the results of your dedication to humanity are still yours to claim. As you climb the Great Pyramid, seeking the light at its top, you will look down and see that you are an integral part of our universe's most intricate mechanism. Though our human members may perish and fade into the annals of time, the Illuminati will continue to stand into eternity. Eternity? Eternity. Eternity. I don't know, but they're, they're starting to win me over on this a little bit. I know, it's the very end. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow, all right. I'm, I'm starting to, maybe, maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so why a secret society? Well, freedom is an idol of the human species. The Illuminati operates in defense of you and all humans in all places and of all generations. Our duty to this planet has spanned across centuries and survived even the most established government entities. But the cultivation of trillions of human human lives is a daunting responsibility. And while the human would not exist today without our protection, many uninformed masses mistake our guidance for a, restric- a restriction of liberty. This is pretty much what they just said in the opening paragraph. Mm-hmm. Every human desires to be free of oppression, free of hardship, free of poverty, free of hunger, free of rules, 
and laws. But as you understand, the nature of your species leaves true freedom impossible. I love the nature of your species. Like, they're not... They're in it. Yeah, yeah. What, like, what are you doing? Uh, are you free to murder? Are you free to steal? Are others free to murder and steal from you? Or are there certain freedoms that must be given up for the benefit of all? For happiness, the human desires freedom. For prosperity, the human requires leadership. This is the reason behind our anonymity. <laughs> to continue functioning throughout societal changes and generational differences, the Illuminati must remain behind the curtain, an outsider belonging to none and loyal to all. Yet they're putting it up on the internet. <sighs> Jesus. You may never understand how your life can be free while guided by our organization. You may never fully comprehend our purpose and why you are... Sa- oh, safest. I got a thing on my thing. Sorry. <laughs> you got a thing on your thing? I got a little like a little spot on my... <laughs> and happy is with us. Simply open your mind and release your apprehensions, and you will find the relief of truth. You, We will never take your hand and pull you down the path like a slave to our whims. You must find and travel the road on your own. But your quality of life is our greatest concern, and the reason our symbols are placed in your society as a map for you to follow if you desire. So listen, man, they're giving you the, they're giving you all the spots, right? Yeah, they're telling you, as long as you ain't a piece of shit and poor, you can change the world. Yeah, poor folk need not apply. Yeah. they. But if you got money, then you can change the world, and you obviously got to be an Illuminati. The Illuminati. Yeah. Okay, so what about the modern-day Illuminati, or the quote-unquote New World Order? Yeah, it's that song that Tom McDonald made, right? Uh, I haven't heard. I haven't heard that. Is it the new one he just dropped? Yeah, New World Order. Is it? Yeah. No, I heard that one. He yeah. just dropped a new one too. A new new one? A, a new new one? I think. I don't know. The last one I heard was New World Order. Oh, maybe with, that's it. With that, with that boy or whatever that he he signed on with or whatever. I oh, know. I haven't heard that one yet. Is, is it good? It's all right. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like Bubba Sparks, but not <laughs> <laughs> getting ugly in here. So, according to an article from theweek.co.uk. In an interview, or a 2017 interview with uh, the BBC, David Bramwell, a, quote, a man who has dedicated himself to documenting the origins of the myth, said the modern-day Illuminati legend was influenced not by Weishaupt, but rather by LSD. Oh, really? <laughs> the 1960s counterculture, and specifically a text called Prince, uh, Principia Discordia. The principle of discord. Right. Good. Hey. Good on you. Yeah, I, I'm on Discord every day. So. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> so the book praised an alternative uh, alternative belief system, Discordianism, which preached a form of anarchism and gave birth to the Discordian movement, which ultimately wished to cause civil disobedience through practical jokes and hoaxes. God, do I hope you guys have gotten me gotten this far because this is amazing. What? It, it's all about disinformation. Oh, okay. that's what it is. And this is so, something that's been going on forever. I get it. We used to send stuff over to Russia, yeah. to uh, to Japan, to everybody. It's disinformation. Hell yeah. Basically, I'll go through it, but what he's basically saying is, is that the Illuminati was set up in order to, why do you think people talk about conspiracies? Because they put it out there right. to disinform people. And what better way to do that than when you're on LSD, bro? I, I guess. Or while they're not playing the accordion, but the discordian. Right. Oh, <laughs> damn it. One of the leading proponents of this new ideology was a writer called Robert Anton Wilson, who wanted to bring chaos back into society by, quote, 
disseminating misinformation through all portals, through counterculture, through the mainstream media, claims Bramwell. Okay. Okay. He did this, quote, or not quote, he did this by sending fake letters to the men's magazine Playboy, <laughs> where he actually worked, attributing cover-ups and conspiracy theories such as the JFK assassination to a secret elite organization called the Illuminati. That's crazy. Dude. Did, I wanted to tell you, I found out a new freaking conspiracy theory for the JFK assassination. What is it? The guy in the front car was turned around after the first shot. Oh, that's an older one. It was an accident. Yeah. We talked an, about that when we did. You weren't uh, on the show when we did our JFK. No, yeah. But I literally just saw that The online. CIA accidentally did it and yeah, covered it, it up. Yeah, it was an accident and they tried yeah. covering it up. Yeah. Oh. Which, I mean, there's a lot of... it. it just just go back and listen to our JFK episode, yeah, folks. Yeah, Logan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So Wilson turned these theories into a book, the Illuminatus Trilogy, oh. which became a surprise cult success and was even made into a stage play in Liverpool, launching the careers of British actors Bill Nighy, what, and Jim Broadbent. He was an original Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So now what is the new world order? The idea of a powerful modern Illuminati conspiracy to rule the world remained a niche belief a handful of enthusiasts upheld until the 90s. The internet changed all of that, giving conspiracy theorists a global platform to perpetuate their beliefs and present their evidence to a massive audience. So it wasn't just one company, not company, but one uh, sect of people right. or group of people or a secret society putting out there. Everybody could kind of just do it. Right, right, right. So the internet, again, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Theories about how the New World Order um, operates run from relatively straightforward ideas to the outright bizarre. Conspiracy theorists obsessively analyze public events for evidence, quote-unquote, of Illuminati influence. The symbols most associated with the Illuminati include triangles, pentagrams, goats, the all-seeing eye, which we talked about, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, that appears on the U.S. banknotes. Yeah, along with the pyramid. Right, the pyramid that's on there. Mm -hmm. And the number 666. Which, with the dope, yeah, which I think yeah, that's contrived. Yeah. Anyway, this has led claims, uh, led to claims some of the uh, American founding fathers were members with Thomas Jefferson accused in the aftermath of the War of Independence. Okay, so Thomas Jefferson was in the Illuminati, yeah. Another commonly cited Illuminati symbol, which appears on the U.S. currency, is the so-called Eye of Providence, which is said to represent the, omnip uh, the ah, omniscience. I actually looked that word up. Got it. Is it omniscience or omniscience? It's omniscience. Multiple sciences. It's omniscience. Oh, shit. Yeah. Of uh, the uh, represent the omniscience of God watching over humanity. Okay, according to a 2013 survey by Public Policy polling, check this shit out. 28% of U.S. voters believe that a secretive power elite with a globalist agenda is conspiring to eventually rule the world through an author authoritarian global government. Yeah, it's over a quarter of the people that vote in our daily yeah. lives believe that there is a people who are trying to create a one world government a new world order actually joe biden did talk about the new world order though in one of his speeches a couple months ago actually can, didn't uh who was it that actually said that back in the day wasn't it uh was it one of the bushes where he's like he, he actually used the word new world order yeah both of them well yeah, yeah. yeah there's been quite a few presidents that have been Listen, talking about the new world order right now he Biden probably thinks he's talking about the wrestling team. But anyway. Like, <laughs> the <W> that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In addition, it found that 34% of Republicans and 35% of independents believe in the New World Order threat compared to just 15% of Democrats. Huh. 
and which I thought was very, but that was in 2013. Those yeah, numbers yeah, probably yeah, are yeah. completely different now. Probably, yeah. So now who is supposedly a member of this new world order, a.k.a. the new Illuminati? Well, we are definitely. For sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Damn it, you told everybody. I thought that's what we were supposed to be doing. Oh, we're, no. we're spreading disinformation. I mean, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. As well as being king and queen of the charts, Beyonce and Jay-Z are frequently depicted as lords of the New World Order. Now, that's actually confirmed Jay-Z is part of the Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. That, that, the, whole, uh, the whole album that he put out with uh, Kanye West. That was, that was his mm-hmm. enlightenment period. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Beyonce's immense fame and popularity have, long ma- popularity have long made her a favorite target for conspiracy theorists, right? The Illuminati expert seized upon her halftime performance at the 2013 Super Bowl as an example of her devil-worshipping choreography. Oh. Even accusing her onstage ego, her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah, I thought that was her alter ego was Foxy. I don't know. Oh, of being a, quote, demonic entity. Oh, really? Yeah. So Sasha Fierce is demonic. Man. However, some musicians uh, enjoy deliberately playing with symbols connected to secret societies. And this is what, when you just brought that up. Uh, For instance, oh. Rihanna frequently incorporates Illuminati images into her music videos and even joked about the theories in the video for S&M, which featured a fake newspaper with a headline declaring her, quote, princess of the Illuminati. Disinformation, man. She actually is. (laughs) Jay-Z has also been accused of hiding secret symbols such as goat imagery and devil horns in his music videos, but most damningly, the logo for his music label, Rockefeller Records, which used to be his his label, Mm -hmm. it's a pyramid. One of the most well-known Illuminati logos. Told you. Rob Brotherton, a professor at Barnard College and author of Suspicious Minds, Why We Believe in Conspiracy Theories, explains that real-life government conspiracies targeting black people in America, such as FBI infiltration of the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 60s, planted the seeds for Illuminati theories uh, popularity among hip-hop artists and fans. Hey, good on him. He wrote a book about conspiracy theories, and he created his own. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He did a good job. Speaking to Complex, which I'm assuming was a uh, article or something, he said, quote, hip-hop served as the soapbox for people to talk about issues that were relevant to them, things like discrimination, poverty, the criminal justice system, which are often seemingly slanted against African-Americans. Oh, Americans. Valid. Yeah. That's okay. True. Quote, it's a short leap to go from noticing some kind of injustice to thinking about whether there's something behind it. Hip-hop was just a good candidate to revive this myth. I mean, I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Disinformation at its finest. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, even if you're, uh, if if you know, if you're, if you are disenfranchised, right, and you're like, why the fuck we fucking, why, why, why the cops keep stopping us all the damn time? Yeah. You yeah. know, it could it be a conspiracy or whatever? It's you know the what I mean? World order. Right. Yeah. So what do celebrities have to say about their theories? Oh. Okay. So Katy Perry told Rolling Stone in 2014 that the theory was the, uh, the uh, wait, was the preserve of, the preserve of, quote, weird people on the internet, <laughs> but admitted she was flattered to be named among the supposed members. Quote, I guess you've kind of made it when they think you're in the Illuminati. However, she added she was tolerant of people who wanted to believe in the theory because, quote, I believe in aliens. Of course you do. I mean, she had a fucking song called Extraterrestrial. Yeah, that's true. Amazing song. Well, it is a pretty cool song. Pretty cool song. Quote, uh, quote, why do I keep doing it? On the other hand, Madonna might just actually be a believer, a believer in the Illuminati. All the more interesting given that she was frequently be, uh, been accused of being a member herself. Oh, that's smart. You believe that there is an actual thing but because you're not actually in it. Right. Even though because you're actually, you're actually wink, wink. Oh, Speaking man. of Rolling Stone, she hinted that she had secret knowledge of the group. Ah, see, I told you. Yeah. The claim is uh, not so shocking given that she released a single titled um, Illuminati. I didn't know that. (laughs) 
She said, quote, people often accuse me of being a member of the Illuminati, but the thing is, I know who the real Illuminati are. Because she is one. Right. Damn, dude. In 2016, Beyonce thrilled her fans by unexpectedly, uh, unexpectedly releasing a new single, Formation, in February of 2016. But conspiracy theorists were excited for another reason. The very first line of the track acknowledged the rumors, quote, y'all haters corny with the Illuminati mess. <laughs> when Prince died suddenly of an accidental overdose in April of 2016, God, no, it wasn't that long ago, was it? Yeah. It Damn. Was ago. Wow, that sucks. Ugh, breaks my heart. Yep. A small but vocal corner of the internet accused the Illuminati of killing Prince, who was famous for fiercely protecting his copyrights and artistic freedom from industry interference. Quote, the Illuminati talk won't stop coming, and what doesn't help is that Prince himself seems to have been genuinely convinced that the organization exists. Or existed, yeah. Wow. That's one website. In fact, it says report one gossip website. So, you know, take that for what you will. Yeah. In 2009, the singer appeared on uh, T... Um, T, I like the T dot T. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> on television to warn of influential mystery figures controlling the world through chemtrails. And chemtrails pumped into the air via jet planes to manipulate human behavior. We're not even going to get into that. You sure you don't want to talk about the silver nitrate nope, that comes nope, down on our nope, heads all the nope, time? Not doing no? that. Nope. So now let's talk about some conspiracies here. Um, like actual conspiracies here. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll try to blast through these as fast as I can. Okay. Okay. The Illuminati killed Paul Walker. That's true. Okay. And oh, Hil Jesus Hillary Christ. Clinton, too. Jesus Christ. Yep. The Illuminati killed Hillary Clinton? No, the Hillary Clinton is part of the Illuminati, and they tried to get rid of Paul Walker. That's confirmed, man. I was there. I saw it happen. Anyway, so after starring in seven films in the Fast and Furious franchise, well, I can't believe I even said that. Starring in seven films in the Fast and Furious franchise? <laughs> Say that like seven times real fast. Also starring in seven films in the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm oh, sorry. I'm going to stop. Anyway, just I'm very proud of myself. Paul Walker fans were shocked by his death in 2013. He was the passenger in a Porsche that careened out of control and crashed into a pole. Or so the media said. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of hoboken. But if you ask conspiracy theorists, the Illuminati is actually to blame. Agreed. I'm with you. I'm part of the Illuminati on that one. According to the YouTuber, YouTuber known as Shane, the Illuminati murdered Walker after he threatened to expose the group. Because he was. The story goes that Walker was involved in charity work when he came across a bunch of wrongdoings like embezzlement behind the scenes that he wanted to go public with. Exactly. But, of course... The Illuminati couldn't let that happen and took him out via drone strike. I don't know about the drone strike. Thing. Come that on. might be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, all right. The Illuminati. Here's another one. The Illuminati killed JFK. Yeah, I mean. History buffs know JFK died after being shot twice by Lee Harvey Oswald, but many aren't convinced. Go back and listen to our JFK episode because there's some definite... There's some scratch your head shit with I that. Mean, there is. There were three there. shots fired. Yeah, there, there's, there's from the grassy knoll. There's been multiple. There's, there's weird stuff. We'll just put it that way. According to Time, you know Time Magazine, seventy percent of Americans believe the assassination is part of something way bigger. Seventy percent. Well, I mean, the fact that that it's even just said that it's part of the assassination. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, come on, man. Come Wait, on. what? Come on. <laughs> They're, they're, they're winking at us, man. Come on now. <laughs> so did the Illuminati have something to do with it? According to the Conspiracy Zone, the answer is abso-fucking-lutely. See? Told you. Their evidence is fascinating. JFK was shot in a triangle. John Kennedy has 11 letters in it. <laughs> the assassination date was 11-22-63. Includes multiples of 11. 
Wait, what? 63 doesn't have multiple of 11. It would be 66. Okay. His limo was traveling 11 miles an hour, and the list goes on. There were 11 people there that day. Right. Wait. No, there weren't. <laughs> Why would the Illuminati want JF Day, uh, JF Day, JFK dead? Well, apparently JFK planned on bringing U.S. troops home from Vietnam and wanted to end the Federal Reserve to end the national debt, which would take away the Illuminati's control over the country. Okay, that first part didn't really need to be said because, I mean, every president wants to bring home their, you know, their troops. But the Federal Reserve thing, 100%. 100%. He was killed just days after replacing Federal Reserve notes. Conspiracy theorists have pointed to audio from the day of his assassination that proves there was more than one shooter, as well as a bullet trajectory that doesn't match that of Oswald's position. Like I said, go back and listen to that. It's 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 weird. We actually touch on a lot of shit with yeah. that, so definitely go back. So now here's one. Kesha's song, Die Young, is an, Illu- an Illuminati anthem. Oh, really? Yeah, theorists say Kesha's music also addresses the secret society whose symbols abound in her early music videos. Take, for example, the video for Die Young. The Illuminati symbol is so blatant that even Billboard called it out, referencing the numerous triangles on an upside-down cross and an all-seeing one eye. Are, are they, like, Satanistic, or are they, or like, what the well, 666 I mean, and the upside-down cross and all that shit? I mean, yeah, I they, they, it just seems weird. We, we talked about it. They go against all religions, so yeah. that's the only oh, way to go yeah, against I guess, it, yeah. is creating your own religion. The video even begins with a flashing skull and crossbones. According to conspiracy theorist The Vigilant Citizen, quote, Illuminati symbols are becoming more prevalent because that was the plan all along, to gradually make them part of popular culture. Oh, boy. All right, so now next one here. Lady Gaga is an Illuminati puppet. Okay. She hasn't done anything recently, dude. Yeah, well. Oh, maybe she is. So Lady Gaga, you guys know who she is, Lady Gaga, is another pop star rumored to be part of the Illuminati. Again, theorists call out the overt symbolism in her videos and persona, calling it, quote, a tribute to mind control. They say her stage name, Gaga, refers to being totally absent-minded, which can be achieved through mind control. Furthermore, in her early days, many of her videos were rife with triangles and all-seeing eye symbolism. (laughs) However, some say her newest project proves... That she's broken free from the Illuminati. Oh, no. After a little hiatus, she boasts a more subdued, realistic image and more meaningful artistic artistic measure, measures, music. So then, why didn't they just kill her? Oh. I mean, that's my question. Yeah, really? You know I mean? Yeah, why didn't they just offer? I mean, yeah, if you're not with us, then you obviously against You're against us, us yeah. Oh. In an appearance at Harvard, Gaga talked about how unhappy she was with the entertainment industry. She calls herself, quote, Stephanie... Uh, a Stephanie Gaga hybrid, which Illuminati theorists saw as proof that she became an alternate demonic personality under Illuminati control. Hmm. She also says she disliked, quote, being used to make people money. Another potential dig is uh, being in an Illuminati puppet, like I said in the beginning. So, wait, yeah. Wait, she doesn't like making people money, but doesn't isn't she the fucking di- the creative director of fucking uh, the canon or some shit like that? No, Polaroid! She's the creative director of Polaroid. Why are you yelling right now? Because that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I think she wants to be in control of her own shit. When you're in a record label, we've talked about this yeah, before, true, they pretty true. much control everything you're yeah, doing. True, so. True, true. so, all right, one more here, and then, well, should I say two more, but the last one, woo, boy. It's a little different. This one, and I don't really, for the most part, like to get political on here. You know, we make little digs and jokes and stuff, but for the most part, we don't want to do that just because we don't want to alienate anybody who believes one thing or the other. Right, let's go, Brandon. So, but the, <laughs> so this is... Uh, 
Donald Trump is an Illuminati mind controller. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So if all these stars are under Illum- Illuminati mind control, uh, who's doing the controlling? Aside from alleged Illuminati king, Jay-Z, Donald Trump's hand signals, his signals, reveal his status as a top Illuminati, uh, God damn it, Illuminati member. So his hand signals, the way he, he holds well, he his holds hands. It's almost like a triangle. Uh, while using your hands when you talk as normal, conspiracy theorists say Trump's rather odd gestures are secret messages. The classic AOK symbol. This one right here. I can pick it up like, hey, are you okay? Okay. Uh, apparently means the devil's number 666. I thought it meant something a lot worse. Yeah, someone said it was like white power. Yeah. Which is the most ridiculous fucking thing in the world. Because you're trying to tell me that little Spanky from the the Little Rascals when he, no, not him. It was uh, Buckwheat. Yeah, it was Buckwheat. When he was like, oh, Tay. Yep. And he went like this, that he's... The little black kid. <laughs> You're telling me the little black kid from from the little rascals is throwing up white power. I don't think that's happening. No, no, oh, okay. no, no. He's not. Uh, the classic again. It says it's six uh, six six six. However, he is, uh, also frequently makes the triangle symbol with his hands when he's at ease, which could be the same Illuminati gesture Jay Z always makes or a reference to the vagina. So which one is it? <laughs> right, that's which one is it? But dude, while I'm sitting here and I'm reading, I I do the whole triangle thing often because like yeah. it's comfortable that way. Well, we already said we're part of the Illuminati. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. All right, now my favorite part, my favorite one, should I say, is uh, <laughs> have you heard of the lizard Illuminati? Like the ones in Star Trek. No, the the real ones. Oh, like the ones from V. But the real ones. No, I've never heard of them. You know V, huh? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. The original and the fucking reboot. Look at you. Yeah. You are my boy. Aren't I'm you? not completely right. useless. I loved that show oh, so much. God, I loved it. I never really watched the C- or the, the reboot. The reboot was cool. But the original, God, it was so good. Dude, the CGI in the reboot was fucking awesome for really? a TV series. I got to yeah. check it out. Yeah, definitely. So David Icke, the nutjob conspiracy theorist, is the leading proponent of this theory. And uh, this, 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 this article here from time.com, it'll explain it for you. Yeah, okay. 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 They are among us. Blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial, reptilian humanoids with only one objective in their cold-blooded little heads, to enslave the human race. They are our leaders, corporate executives, beloved Oscar-winning actors, and Grammy-winning singers. They're responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the 9-11 attacks. Oh, shit. At least according to former BBC sports reporter David Icke, who became the poster human for the theory in 1998. (laughs) After publishing his first book, The Biggest Secret, which contained interviews with two Brits who claimed members of the royal family are nothing more than reptiles with crowns. Oh, that makes so much sense, dude. The biggest secret, Victoria's secret, V's secret. That's a lizard company. You're fucking welcome. (laughs) (laughs) The conspiracy theorist and New Age philosopher who wore only turquoise for a time, you heard that correct, and insisted on being called son of Godhead, (laughs) says these uh, Anunnaki, or or the reptiles... (laughs) Unagi <laughs> have controlled humankind since ancient times. They count among their uh, their number, uh, like Queen Elizabeth, who, who by the way, um, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Yes, yes. Um, George W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, 
Bill and Hillary Clinton and Bob Hope. See, I told you we're going to get fucking Clinton. But fucking Bob Hope. <laughs> of all people, Bob Hope. <laughs> My God. Oh, God. That's just saying, that's like saying Bob Ross was in the Illuminati. You know what I mean? Like, but he was. Oh, my bad. So encroaching other conspiracy theorists' territory, Ike even claims that the lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. Mm. Since earning the dubious title of Paranoid of the Decade in the late 1990s, Ike has written several books on the topic, including his latest work, The David Ike Guide to the Global Conspiracy, while operating his own website, Complete with merchandise and advertisements. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show, the movie review. Which top 10 movies will make the cut today? So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't even know what to do, man. It's so weird. Like, this whole thing is just... uh, It's the movies, right? Let's let's get into the movies here. Oh, and of course, we're going to be talking about the most popular movies about the Illuminati. Sweet. That's going to be every movie, right? Uh no. Oh. No. Oh. Mm-mm, no. But uh number 10, you should love this one. Yeah. Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah, from 2001. This is coming from Imdb, by the way. imdb.com. Yeah. Of course, it stars Angelina Jolie, John Voight, who's her dad, by the way. Um, Ian Glenn and Noah Taylor. Yeah. So uh, it uh, grossed $131.14 million. Got a 5.7 rating on MDB. And uh, yeah, it's based off the freaking video game, which was amazing. Yes. Especially when I was a kid. When that first came out, dude. Oh, yeah. It was groundbreaking. It was just, it was amazing. It was remote control breaking because I broke a lot on that one. (laughs) Every time you'd keep dying, like cracking it in half. Uh, Yeah, I I had an anger issue when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, number nine is Teen Titans. Nice. The TV show. Yeah. yeah. A team of five teenage superheroes save the world from many villains around their city while experiencing things like normal teens face today. Yeah. And that's, uh, let me see, that's Cyborg, uh, Robin. Who else is in that? I don't uh, know. Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. The, okay. Dude, that was like my fucking favorite show. That was like my true integration into DC was because of that show. The original Teen Titans TV show. The reboot is fucking garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking garbage. They made it so kitty. It's so stupid and not... Like, that was dark. There was a whole ass scene where Robin was actually um, poisoned by Slade. And he was, like, seeing Slade everywhere. And he was beating himself up, thinking that it was Slade beating himself up. Dude, it was such a fucking schizophrenic episode. Like, it was so dark. I fucking loved every moment of it. It's actually... I'm gonna, I'm gonna rewatch that now. Thank you. You are a child. Dude, fucking amazing. You are a child. Number eight, The Da Vinci Code. Nice. I've seen that and Angels and Demons. Yeah, I've seen I've seen them all. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, which is a great movie. You guys know this one. Tom Hanks uh, grossed two, uh, $217.54 million. That's amazing. Yeah, and you guys know what this is. A murder inside the Louvre. <laughs> the Louvre. <laughs> Louvre. And clues in Da Vinci paintings lead to the discovery of a religious mystery protected by a secret society for 2,000 years, which could shake the foundations of Christianity. Yeah, because they find out that the chick is fucking the daughter of Jesus Christ. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did the room clear out? Hell no. They mean presents. You shouldn't have brought presents. <laughs> uh, number seven, the beach bum. Never heard of this. No, never. I have no idea. No. Uh, 2019, a rebellious stoner named Moondog lives life by his own rules. It doesn't even tell you what it has anything to do <laughs> with the conspiracy. Uh, $3.49 million. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Oh, man, I'm Moondog. What's yours? Hey, I'm, what's up, dog? Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Stars Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, Snoop all right. Dogg, oh, Isla Fisher, and Stefa Stefania Lavie Owen. But Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg were in a movie together. We gotta watch that now. It's like, all right, all right, all right. And he, hey, yo, what it do, baby? Do? <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it frizzy, baby. Uh, number six, Godzilla versus Kong. Nice. Yeah, great movie. I yeah. love all, any King Kong or Godzilla movie, dude. I'm in. Yeah. 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 And this was uh, from 2021, grossed uh, only $100.92 million. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought, because they made such a big deal about yeah, that movie. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, because they, but everyone this, shit on it, though, because like because they made Godzilla so much smaller and made Kong seem like he was bigger than what he really was. But like if you actually like look back at the original Godzilla's like dude was like taller than fucking skyscrapers and he got Kong who's like at his kneecap. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, like but I mean, you gotta kinda, yeah. This is the, that's the one where he found like the underground like his uh the what do you call it? The hollow earth theory? Yeah. Yeah. So Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. <laughs> right, that's what that one is? Uh I believe so. That's I think that's where they finally came out with all that information because they're trying to figure out how Godzilla could teleport from air one air to another so quickly. Well not teleport, but travel. Number five, National Treasure. Nice. That's with our boy Nicolas Cage, which I still have to watch that new movie he's in. I hear nothing but amazing yeah. things about it. I got to watch that. Uh, this one made uh, $1.73.01 a million dollars. This is basically the same thing as The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. I mean, it is. He goes around. It's the same thing as freaking Tomb Raider, too. They, just, yeah. they get clues, and they go, and they have to find I things. Know, oh, the second National Treasure was really good, though. I mean, I guess. I'm going to clear his name from being Abraham Lincoln's assassinated. I still just want to hang out with Nicolas Cage. That'd be awesome. I, I swear to God, I do. We'll be starring in this next movie. Before I die, I want to hang out with Nick Cage. Do it. Yeah. Number four, Doctor Who. This would be the TV series, and I believe it's the British TV series. <laughs> Never oh, seen it. Oh, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. It's got an 8.4% on here. Uh, not percent, but uh, stars. The Adventures in Time and Space of the Doctor, a Time Lord who changes appearance and personality by regenerating when near death and is joined by companions in battles against aliens and other megalomaniacs. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that just Quantum Leap? No, that's just when the franchise is about to die off, they got to reboot it with a new guy. That's all that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, wasn't, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, what the fucking name is? Cumberstump. What the hell's his name? Oh, uh, Cumberbuck. Um, no, what's his name? No, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Pepper Snatch. Whatever his name is. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was a uh, uh, Doctor Who for a while. I thought he was Doctor Strange. He was Doctor Strange, but he was also in Doctor Who, and he was Sherlock Holmes. Maybe that's what he was. In I think time. he was Sherlock. Because that was that was the whole meme thing between him and RDJ when he was like, you know. No okay, shit. maybe I'm wrong. Whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. Moving on. Number three, Eyes Wide Shut. Ooh. That's with Tom Cruise. By the way, I watched the new Maverick. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Have you seen it yet? Nope. I was sitting there watching it, and I was just like, Logan's going to love this movie. Yeah, I know. It's so good. I'm just so waiting. good. What would you watch it on? 
Uh, Prime? Yeah, I'm just waiting for it to hit HBO Max yeah. or something that I have. Yeah, you guys got to watch it if you haven't seen it yet. And if you have, please let me know if you liked it because I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I heard nothing but good things. Yeah. So this is Eyes Wide Shut. So with Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman um, grossed $55.69 million. And this movie is weird as shit. I have seen it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Very weird. And, of course, there's, like, conspiracies and Illuminati shit in there. Number two, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't tell me how much it's made because it's, like, this is a newer new yeah. movie and whatever. And you guys know what that is. I don't have to do that. And this one, I don't know what... This is that new movie that just came out recently, and everyone's raving about it. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, amazing. Yeah. And it was number one on this damn list, 8.1 stars with uh, 204,884 votes. It's kind of weird, man. Like, ever since, like, 2013 when the secret Illuminati order came out with the, you know, let everybody know who we are thing, all these movies were made, man. Isn't that kind of weird? What? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't even know. It says an aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure in which she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led. Such as America Chavez. Sounds like it. What the fucking (laughs) ripoff? Calm down there, buddy. It's okay. So, anyway, those are the movies. Holy shit, what a long, long, long episode. And goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. <laughs> You're welcome. So we want to know what you guys think about the uh, Illuminati. Is it real? Do you think that these people that we claimed are part of the Illuminati is real? Do you think maybe it was actually set up and like, you know, as disinformation just to kind of fuck with people? Listen, at the end of the day, if you're not with us, you're against us. Okay. Are we the Illuminati? Yeah. The Midnight Train Illuminati. Ooh. Maybe we should change the poopers' names. The Insinuates. The, the Poopinati. The Poopinati. <laughs> that's great. Right? Or the uh, the Illuma Poopers. No, that no. sounds like the Imagination Movers. No. No, no. Which is a great TV show. Oh, yeah, that was a great <laughs> show. Are you kidding movers. me? Oh, my God. I loved that so much. So, listen, tell us what you thought about the show today. Um, yes, there was a lot of... Uh, misinformation or or information or misinformation depending on which way you look at it let us know what you think if you think it's a possibility uh obviously we just told you what it started from (laughs) supposedly allegedly right and uh, i really don't know it sounded like some people really wanted to start something to not be persecuted by their religious beliefs and then for some reason they couldn't figure out anything past the third level (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they had to make it seem like they knew what they were doing from the get-go, so then that's what divulged just, the lizard people. And I just it. don't. Oh, my God. Anyway, stop over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com. Let us know what you think about it, or you do us a favor. Leave us a freaking review. All right? Uh, anywhere you listen, you can actually review us. And if you can't, then tell them that you should be able to. You know, you can send us emails if you want to. Just let us know what you think. Find us on social media, all that stuff. At our website, you can also buy some really cool merchandise. Or super sweet. There it is. Uh, all kinds of cool shirts over there. Duke of Fingerbum, Don't Be a DeSalvo. And if you listen to the show, you know that we have a bunch of really weird ones. And maybe we'll have an Illuminati shirt coming up. Yes, the Poopinati. The Poopinati. It's amazing. I love it. I don't know. I don't even know if they like being called the Poopers. <laughs> I mean, we'll figure it out, right? We'll figure it out. The, the Pat, Pat. I don't know. We got to figure something. Uh, I don't know. I want an Illuminati shirt, but it's got to be for, you know, the show. We got to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Maybe we can have, like... Maurice 
be a part of the Illuminati. And on his hat is the big fucking pyramid with the one eye. Oh, I got it. Yeah. All the characters that we've been creating, yeah. those are the Illuminati. That's, they were the whole time. It wasn't us talking. I know. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Find out here. Anyway. <laughs> Also, while you're there, get yourself some soap. Dr. Squatch Soap is changing the way men approve hygiene by providing all-natural, high-quality, healthy products. Uh, dude, I love their soap so much. And it makes you feel like a man, smell like a champion. But listen, ladies, it's awesome uh, for you as well. And, you know, or get it for your man, whatever you want to do. Get on over there. Get yourself 20% off your first subscription. Just click on Sponsors when you go to the MidnightDreamPodcast.com. All right? You'll find the, the little linky do, And then get yourself some best damn soap. Do it. And if you like what you heard from us, do us a favor, get over there and sign up to become a patron. We have all kinds of cool content coming and our Halloween episode, which is going to be dope AF. Yes, AF. As is, the kids say. is dope. Right? Yeah. AF. AF. It's going to be dope as Dr. Squatch Soap. Oh, that's good. You like that one? Oh, I do. Yeah, see? You should send that over to him. I, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to tell me the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> So anyway, get over there, sign up for as little as five bucks a month. Seriously, five bucks a month. You get bonuses once a week. For I mean, we really try. Like I said, this last week was a little bit rough one because of situations and whatnot. But for the most part, you get one uh, one a week, if not more. And you have a whole catalog to just go and listen to of like stuff that I consider to be a little bit weirder than what we normally do. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So do that. And uh, yeah, tell your friends. Tell people about it. And listen, we obviously love music and want future generations of musicians to have accessibility in music education, so we've decided to give to a great cause, the Save the Music Foundation. Their mission is to help students, schools, and communities reach their full potential through the power of making music. As one of the leading music foundations in the U.S., they support their partner communities in three ways, by donating musical instruments and musical technology, providing support services for teachers, and advocating for music education, which we need if you look up any scientific research on it and whatnot kids just do better when they have music in their life period yes they just do so we we give um 20 of our merchandise sales and our patreon donations from you guys to uh you know from well with the other shows and everything else too we give 20 every month to them so you can support the show get all those bonuses and help out a great cause but if you'd like to donate personally to save the music you can do it that at save the music.org okay now listen, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, 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 YouTube, oh, Spotify, oh, Apple Music, oh yeah, anywhere, and Pandora, and do us a favor, rate us over there. Oh yeah, Pandora, we're on Pandora. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah we're on Pandora. Finally, yeah, that took forever. Yeah, that was just dumb. So listen, we know this was a long one. I'm tired. Are you? Yeah. I'm fucking hype ready to go yeah ready to spread more misinformation <laughs> <laughs> you're on one today buddy this was your kind of episode oh, it was great. Yeah. so we can't thank you enough for everything you guys do for us honestly it's amazing and uh yeah so but especially to our patreon passengers our poopers our our poopinati or poop poopinati is that it poopinati the poopinati, the poopinati. yeah right. that's you guys you guys are you guys are awesome and your secret society yes we do we have to Secret handshake. Perfect. Yep, we, we have to have one. Is it just a thumb war? Um, no, it's going to be this, that thing. You know that thing? Ball gazer! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. See, we called it something. So everyone does it differently. Anyway. Oh, awesome, love guru. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. You and that, did you reference that movie 
Pirates. More than any other movie ever. It's the worst movie. It's the best movie oh, ever fucking made. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so listen, a very huge thank you to those who support us financially and are there for us like a motherfucker. <laughs> to our Patreon poopers, George DeJesus, Megan McTerry, Tomislav Sabota, uh, Amanda Dens, Chris Lucas, Zachary Danielson, Joseph Aramo, Margaret Dempsey, Kelly Ryan, Nathan Diekman, Stacey Luconin, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney, Trent Scott, uh, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunzelman, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Turner Cox, Sydney Sayer, Gina Madison, Janet Sherell, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast, Christina Skelton, and Jessica Bartolome from the Sisters Skelton Podcast. Maria Gibbs to Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, Rick Resler, Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabinick, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go back to doing that one. So thank you guys so much. You have no idea. It's so amazing that you guys, you know, support us and everything. So um, look forward to Halloween. And uh, also, um, I did have, uh, I guess, Chainsaw moved on to the second round of that whole little possibility of getting stabbed by uh, the no guy that plays Jason Voorhees thing. Shit. Yeah. So get on over there to help Chainsaw promote, you know, or, or move on to the next round and hopefully win. Because I told him he has to wear a Midnight Train shirt. And he has to be hit with a chainsaw. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. And uh, yeah, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Look for your bonus, you Patreon uh, poopers and poopinati. And poopinati. <laughs> I don't so even good. know about that one. <laughs> anyway, stay safe out there, passengers. And as always, a choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> and I just want to fly. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. That's good, yes? Oh, I can fly! <laughs>